because I used to take showers in them. So I yeah. never, never, never. That's wild. Never? No, Wendy's? Wendy's is my jam. Yeah, I can't. If I do fast it's food, great. it's Wendy's. It's like I have this PTSD. Like, I have PTSD with two things, women and Wendy's and fast, any fast food. <laughs> oh, that was a good time to say I have started there. So, yeah. so, so you have PTSD <laughs> with Wendy's and Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's and what's her name? Wendy. Yeah, I <laughs> Wendy. No, I definitely do. It's just PTSD. It's just like, dude, I just can't because washing your balls in a in a freaking sink. Oh man. And then you gotta wash your hands <laughs> while you're massaging your balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta ask for a number five, and you're like, yeah, oh, that's why I'm like, I never, I never again. Then you go in there with a book bag. They know you're like taking a shower and stuff. Yeah. So they're pretty cool with it, but they're just like. Uh, that's good for multitasking, though. Teach you how to multitask. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever do the Wendy's hack? There's a Wendy's hack that if you walk into a Wendy's and say, hey, I'm from out of town, I don't know where I am, that they're obligated to give you food for, for free. Real? Yeah. Is that true? Well, I read that from the internet, and if you're homeless, you probably don't have that, like, yeah. oh, I'm just on Twitter, I could do that. Yeah, I probably will never, I probably will never eat Wendy's ever again in my Yeah, no shit. Yeah, because you're, you're living... Super PTSD, like, that, and, like, there's so many other things, I'm like... But like when I drive past Wendy's, it just automatically makes me feel like I'm homeless again. I'm like, what the fuck? I gotta get out of my head. Shit. I'm like, that's a real thing. I mean, the, yeah. there's like some, even like a a, whatever you want to call it, like, yo, yeah. triggering PTSD. Like, there's some things you just don't want to, something, like, so for me, um, my dad passed about a week before my birthday. And he was in the house that I grew up in. My mom sold the house uh, not too long after that. And people were always asking me, like, is it sad your childhood house? I'm like, nope. I never wanted to go back there again, you know, because, yeah. you know, the, I had 10 million memories in that house, but my dad passed in that house and I found him. So that, that's the only thing that I remembered when I would walk into the house. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, the, those things are real, you know, the, if anything that's kind of like a hard time or something that you do, you don't like revisiting or are reluctant to, I mean, if you can avoid it, you will. Every time I go into Corky's karaoke bar. God damn it. I can't. Well, I, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Well, I I met a girl, an ex-girlfriend. I met her there on Valentine's Day, oh, yeah, and she was yeah. a single mom, and we broke up there on Mother's Day. And I went to court because some dude's like, just come up. I was like, I'll have a beer. And I went in there. I immediately was just like, all the memories start flowing. I was like, I'm too old for this shit. I moved on from this place. For sure. That's where I am. Wendy's, anything. <laughs> and there's like, sometimes like, but, so me getting divorced too, like, that's why I would never get married. Like, the, uh being divorced is like i mean being divorced is make me scared to get married again i'm like i probably never get married again yeah like also, I, I think i entertained the idea also like, legit yeah i'm like yep. maybe you know i could do it maybe i could get married with you that's not maybe. a can't, that, that's not a you know the divorce I, i've never been divorced i'm you know but i mean a, a good friend of mine has been and he was just like and i was very good friends with him still am but i saw the whole thing you know kind of it's just everything it was an hour and a a year and a half process and just he was just draining physically and yeah, just dude. obviously financially mentally and that's another one like i i get that if someone's like i have done it i don't think i'm gonna do it again i'm not just like no you should do it i'm like yeah i get it you know i mean that's <laughs> yeah. that that sucks that's a bad process but then it sucks for the girl because then you're like she really loves you you really love her but it's like if i just get scared i get like cold feet quick like yeah. sure I'm like oh uh, yeah um 
yeah, so what about the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I get so nervous. Or like, it, she'll try to cuddle you and you're just like, oh, I can't. Yeah, like, I don't want to get hurt again. I don't, yeah, dude, that's, that's me. Yeah. That's my line. I don't want, that's me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get hurt again. Yeah. Like, you have to open up. You have Are you to the only home. one that wants to see other people? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just me? Okay, cool. <laughs> well, no, it took me a minute with my, with my girlfriend now because she'd want to cuddle and I would just, I just got out of a relationship that like was a little shitty, like with feelings and shit and she, i was like hey no i just got out of something like i like you but I, i'm just you know and she she understood she's a good girl but people don't want to talk about that with like dudes because i get it like we all deal with that but it's more with like when women deal with that people are more open to talking about it when yeah. dudes talk about it sometimes it's like oh fucking pussy like, yeah you know the stereotypes <laughs> just yeah. smash like the loves you know like but a lot of men don't want to talk about that shit it's, but i did that though because look so we got divorced and then I was in Connecticut, so now I became homeless, like, within the hour. I got arrested because uh, I found, like, her sister called me on the phone, like, hey, your wife, uh, my sister cheating on you with some guy. And I already know who the guy was. I'm Damn. like, so I grabbed the phone, and I threw it against the wall, right? Boom, it splatters. So I'm like, a neighbor called the police. Police come, boom, boom, boom. Hey, uh, come here, kid. I'm like, I'm not a kid. I'm a man. Yeah. Automatically, I was an aggressor by saying that it put me against the wall. I get arrested for domestic violence, right? Yeah. And then, so, I couldn't come back to Ohio. My mom's like, you want me to come out there? I'm like, you want, you want to be homeless with me? Yeah. So, make a long story short, I was homeless for a whole year. Uh, I was going to court. The case got thrown out, and I'm fighting that case, and it was, like, probably the worst the worst time, man. You got thrown to the, the, the system. That's when the system showed its... Dude, shit. It was the worst. Like, we'll talk about way more shit later or whatever in the, in the podcast. But I think that being homeless, like, changed my life, like, a whole 360. Like, and I've been a gang. You know, I was a gangbanger before. All types of shit, you know. And being homeless was more scarier than getting in car guys with guns, you know? Yeah. So it was like, dude, I never want to experience that ever again. So are, are, you, so are you from around here? Uh, I'm actually from the Midwest, so I was raised in Chicago, moved out here when I was 15. Okay. And then uh, started fucking around out here until like 20, then we moved to Connecticut. Okay. And then we were in Connecticut for a while, and then we had a couple kids together, me and my wife, so we had a few kids. And uh, her whole objective was to get the hell out of here to get with a guy that she liked in high school that was in New York. Connecticut and New York are like an hour and 45 minutes away. Yeah. But she would tell me, like, I'm going to go see my aunt. So here's, here I am thinking, oh, you're going to see your aunt. You know, I'm trying to change my life. I'm, we got kids together. We got daughters. You know, I'm playing freaking Britney Spears, Dance Dance Revolution on PlayStation yeah. 2. Who does that shit? <laughs> you're, you know what I'm saying? You're dad in <laughs> yeah. the I go from the streets to playing Dance Yeah, you leaned into dad hard. Yeah, yeah dude. I <laughs> That's was love. <laughs> but, you know, me playing Dance Dance Revolution and being uh, trying to be the father, I lost my wife at the same time because I had to psychoanalyze myself going to therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the hell did I do? The people, the therapist is like, you know, you not spending enough, enough time with your wife actually got her falling in love back with her first love and all this other stuff. It was crazy. But I was talking to myself the whole time, so I, I don't want to see a shrink no more. Yeah. Yeah. I could just talk to you guys, and you guys are more therapeutic to me right now in this podcast than a damn shrink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And w 
decent rates. You know, we have decent <laughs> rates. The, you know, we, yeah. a well, we'll work he, out. He's married. I do comedy, so it's like when we yeah. mix, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been on a date in way. fifteen years, and Brian's a comic, so yeah, you want relationship advice? You've come to the right yeah. place. That's dope, man. You can that's pick awesome. and choose. So, <laughs> so before we get more into, go ahead and introduce yourself. I want to talk about what you do because I don't know if you want to say your last name. Oh, that's cool. So my name is David. I'm the founder, CEO, whatever you want to call me, of the Hood Squad Two One Six. I'm a five hundred one C three nonprofit. Um, I give mobile showers to the homeless, and I also do homeless outreach. So homeless outreach is like give out clothes, shoes, food, uh, sometimes Narcan, depends on what groups I go out with, and things of that nature. Uh, I don't provide anything like needles. Like I know some other nonprofits provide them, but yeah. I don't. I don't get involved. I don't want the. I don't want the risk of anything. So I just stick to the necessities, what they need. You know, clothes, shoes, underwear, socks, a shower. Uh, in the wintertime, coats, hoodies, uh, uh, you name it. That's, anything that's basically, that's needed, really, basically yeah. anything in between. So hand warmers in the wintertime, towels in the summertime. So they take their own towel, take a 10-minute shower in the bus. Um, that's basically it, man. I try to, like, I try to not to treat them like a homeless person. I try to treat them like a regular person. Like, hey, what's up, bro? You know, hit them with the rock because, you know, COVID is real strong, so I don't want to shake your hand, so I hit them with the rock. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, treat them like a regular person. Ask so, them, how can I help them, you know. So, you, so your bus has a shower in it? I have two showers in the bus. Yeah. Oh, two? It, yeah, it's an E450 it's converted. It was like a, uh, you got it from Cleveland, so you know the circulator? Remember the circulator? Yeah. yeah. So it was a circulator converted into a shower bus. So it's got, okay. PV, it's got PVC, so it's got two PVC uh, three-quarter inch, like, uh, holes. And you just control that to a PVC line, and the water drains out from the side of the bus. So okay. Taking a shower and it drains out the side. Okay. That's that's, that's I, I never would have thought about that. I I don't. Is this in other cities? I feel like it might be, but I it's it, just, it might be in other cities. But uh, I just I like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, washing my balls in a Wendy's. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll never forget that restroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's burned in my brain. That is, yeah. that is the strongest <laughs> opening. <laughs> might be the title of the episode. Yeah, Wendy and Wendy. Yeah, so. Uh, so doing that, like, I, I always, like, for that whole year, I was homeless, you know. I was like, man, I, I can't go. I didn't have no, I didn't know about shelters. I didn't know about nonprofits. I'm just a dude from out of town. This bad, struck worst luck ever. And I just wanted, to, and when I became, like, um, a modern citizen again or whatever you call it, like somebody that can be, like, a role model, yeah. that's what I wanted. I wanted a shower. I wanted to give people showers that didn't have any. Yeah. So came up with the idea. There was a guy. He's a great guy. He's on my board. He's my advisor named Scott. He was making the bus, you know, and then he has a he has a business where he makes like these arcade games. So he was like super busy, you know. We got connected. He was like, I was like, hey, uh, he was like, hey, what what are you doing with your nonprofit? I'm like, I want to give mobile showers, and I'm doing the outreach. He's like, hey, I have this bus. I want to donate you the bus, and he donated me the bus. He donated the bus to me. And oh, that's great. That's where it all started. Yeah, that's where it all started. He's a great dude. He's he's on my board. Whenever the bus breaks down, he helps out. You know, he's like he's like my biggest supporter, and that's somebody you need. It's kind of like a father figure, cause he's older, but he's still kind of hip. He still drives a bike. He's like a biker dude. He's just so dope. Well, cause he's doing for you what you're doing to other people. It's that yeah. it's that process, and then those other people that you're helping, then are given the opportunity to help other people. When yeah, they can. for sure, for sure. You well, never know. Fun. You know, like you, when you pull, like you said, like pull someone aside and just kind of, you know. Just treat them like a person. Maybe give them a little bit of help here and there. You don't know what that could turn into. That might, you know, like, I mean, you talked about, you know, you kind of being on the street for a year. You know, there was a turning point for you where it all turned into, all right, 
time to stand back up, however you want to call it, and now I'm going to start giving back. I mean, it could very well happen to anyone that you're helping. Uh, for sure, man. And they, they say, like, Americans are, like, one or two paychecks away from being homeless. Yep. Man, it's, uh, I think. Especially, um, honestly, probably a lot more now, oh, too, it's, it's, it's changed. Even before there was, COVID. There was already a lot of homeless before that. Yeah, even before COVID. Oh, there's there's obviously a lot more homeless, but I mean, that's, yeah. you don't have to know the numbers just being outside. Yeah. You know, you can just see, like, more corn. It's just, unfortunately, it's just something that's bigger. But I think even before COVID, they, they were, like, if you listen or pay attention, you know, like, some, like, some finance, you know, discussions or anything like that, they said something like, Oh man, like less than twenty percent of Americans have more than a thousand dollars in their bank account. Which, I mean, that's a when you think about that. And you and I were kind of talk about this, Brian. Yeah. Um, you know, a friend of mine came across, and he was just like, uh, "Well, a friend of mine's relative came across. He got in trouble. He's like, I need twelve hundred dollars, and he didn't have it. And I mean, th- I mean, think about that. I mean, now some people be like, twelve hundred dollars is a lot. Or it's not a lot either way." If twelve hundred dollars can kind of cripple you, that that that's that's scary to think about. If you are paid, and there are a lot of people that are paycheck to paycheck. That's is, that's not a, there, there's it's a lot of the re- last three years. Yeah, <laughs> and you, yeah, is why you get stuck. I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't pay that bill, and I forgot about it. Then they called, they're like, yeah, you haven't paid this in six months. Yeah, now it's uh, nine hundred dollars more, and I'm like, what? Yeah, no, I don't I even remember, live there anymore. Hey, I remember that man. I remember, you know, like just. I remember like just being in my place and someone's like, you want to meet out? I pull up my phone real quick and I'm pulling out my bank account. I'm like, I am going to stay in tonight. Yeah. And it wasn't really my choice. <laughs> nah, that's, <laughs> that's legit, man. Because yeah. I be like that now with some of the yeah. people I meet. Like, say you guys want to go out. I'm like, hold on, man. I got bills. I, that, you know, be there. There it goes to PTSD, being homeless. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, instead of spending $100 on going out, kicking it, which I know will probably be fun. We'll be having fun. Sure. But at the end of the day, I can put that $100 into a bill. I can put that $100 yeah. into the nonprofit. So I'm always put it aside. scared, yeah, man. Yeah, you can, maybe mm-hmm. you can put it aside. Like, I got paranoid of just, like, just having, like, you know, money. Is, like, I have money, like, I put in. Like, my wife and I have just sat down and we're like, Hey man, there's just gonna be some times where we're just we're just not gonna do anything for like maybe like two just so we can put somebody aside like just in case because I got so paranoid about it. Yep. So I very much understand that we are like yeah that'd be cool, and I'm sure it'll be fun. And then the next day I'm like, man, I could have done so much more with that hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For so sure. I, I I obviously know like kind of what you're doing right now and kind of, but I do want to kind of backpedal a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I know. A big reason, kind of, why you started what you started, why you're doing what you're doing, is because you have experience living on the street. For sure. So that that was in Connecticut, Connecticut is where it's kind yeah. of started, and you and it was basic. It sounds like it was kind of like a breakdown of a relationship, kind of forced you into it. Yeah. So I was living in a in a city called East Hartford, Connecticut. So then um, when I got arrested, I couldn't go to East Hartford, Connecticut because I couldn't been like a thousand feet, right? So then I went to South Windsor, which is like super, like it was her brother. Her brother was like, let me take you in for a week. So I went there for a week. So they, right? they, they knew she was a little bit yeah, wacky. Yeah, they knew. <laughs> like everybody knew and they didn't, they didn't tell me until afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. So I felt like a dummy, right? So here I am, you know, I'm living with her brother for a week. And he's like, hey, man, you know, my wife is, you know, said you got to go. So boom, he drops me off in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm talking about the freaking slums. I don't even know nobody. And there, there goes the homelessness. That's just the, day one. On the street, yeah. No job. Yeah. I try to get a job. I was living freaking anywhere, dude. Anywhere. Yeah. I ate a fucking sandwich out of the garbage. Mm. I think that was that was like, that's another scary thing. Like, so when I see like, if I'm walking, like, you know, say I'm walking, right, with my kids or something like that. And I see one of them steel garbage. Remember back in the day, the steel garbage cans? Like, yeah. the circle ones have all them little holes. 
I freak out. I automatically, boom. Oh yeah. man, that's when I was homeless. I ate a, the first thing that comes to mind. I ate a sandwich out of one of those things. Well, yeah. So like, I've seen that before. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. Wait, real quick. So you actually went through it. Mm. Uh, I grew up with kids, and I was like 16. I go on vacations with like a couple of my buddies, and like one of the parent, he was a construction worker, and he would like save up to take us all out like a four day vacation, right? And I was 16. His, his older, uh, my buddy's older brother was like 24, 25, but he was that white dude who'd be like, "I want to be homeless on purpose because I like mushrooms." You know what I'm? If you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he would do that, and I watched him eat trash, eat like food out of the trash. But he was like, yeah, people do this. And I was like, in my, I remember at that point, I was like, yeah, I understand people do this. But you have the option not to do this. And you're yeah. doing it to prove some weird, yeah. hippie point. They're not doing it because they think it's funny. Or yeah. because they're like, yeah. look at me. He's like, no, this how I want to live. It's like, no one wants to live like that. <laughs> Yo, dude, that's why I talk about, it. again, like we go back to the fast food. In the morning time, they throw away so much food. You can get free. I'm, I'm not trying to no, uh, no, no, publicize no. fucking food in the trash to eat. But. Well, except for Brian's friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian's He's the only one who's like, I should He's going to be like, oh, hey, Brian. He's going to listen and be like, I got to go back to that life. <laughs> Shout out Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Josh. Well you, know, well, you know, like, I was. Yeah, congrats, Josh. Oh, you, oh wait, no, you're on the street. Yeah. You probably can't hear this. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he still has got that Jedi rat tail. <laughs> Really oh, we should have him on next. Yeah. We're allowed to explore his thought process. <laughs> oh my god! But the um, it's funny. Like you hear, like, and I don't think it's it's always malicious, but a lot of times when they're like homeless population, this homeless population, that people will say things like, "Get a job." How easy is it to get a job when you're homeless? That's the worst. You can't. You look. It's like not like shit. it's not like somebody doesn't yeah. want to get a job. Yeah. They're just like, well, what, who's like, you kind of like, yeah. who's gonna hire me? Because you got the. I mean, my thought process just kind of like what you. But I want to hear yours. But it's uh. So then the first day you're like, all right, this is gonna happen. I gotta, I gotta find a place to sleep. I'll figure it out tomorrow. And then another day. And then another day. And then another day. Because it's not easy to just. You know, that, the, the, the pulling up by your bootstraps thing is a cute saying, but it's not yeah. easy to do. Especially going over something like kind of like traumatic, like yes. a relationship, oh, right? like man. your life breaking. You can't well, just be like, yeah, I'm going to move on tomorrow. Like, or you need like to you take said, being in. somewhere where you don't know anybody. Like the, if, if you're there, you know, with her or her family, and then all of a sudden that, that lifeline is severed, what do you got? Nobody. So. That's why I was telling you guys earlier. My mom was like, you want me to go over there? I'm like, mom, you want to be homeless? You know what I'm saying? Because I had a cell phone for a little bit. So they yeah. would charge cell phones, McDonald's and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, oh, was, yeah. it was cool. So now fast now fast forward a little bit. Like So my ex-wife's brother used to drive by where he dropped me off. And I didn't know I was like in a six-block radius, right? So then he finds me a car. He's like, oh, I got a Honda Accord for you. Go with him. Now I'm homeless living in a damn car. You're talking about two worst things. I didn't have money for gas. This shit was always parked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and gas in Connecticut was already at four dollars ten years ago, almost. You know, it was expensive over there. Yeah, it's not no joke. You know, do, so that was you, probably where Romney was. Fucking, yeah, was that, man, Rob, was was that Romney over there? Oh yeah, uh, Mitt Romney. Or, yeah, Mitt yeah, Romney. Yeah. I mean, I don't I think know. So. I try to stay away from politics, man. Well, yeah, I'm not a political guy, but yeah. I just remember that he was like, like you know, just I, I just assume. Yeah, plus around that time, I'm sure you're not like. Yeah, I'm like, make sure I, I don't fucking know who vote. Yeah. The president was. I'm like, gotta make sure I vote. I need to get out of my car. But who's the primary this year? Exactly. So I just wanted to get the hell out, man. You uh, you mentioned something, and it's. And if you want to talk about it, no, cool. If not, I'm man, fine. Yeah, not sure. But you have to kind of start learning kind of like street hacks. Like you talked about like how like like a fast food place would throw yeah. away a lot of food. So 
Is that something you just kind of had to adapt to? No, like other homeless people. Like it was okay. like super. It was like super youth. I learned that shit from a seventeen-year-old homeless kid. Like he was like uh, from Connecticut. He's like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" I'm like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Oh, this dude trying to rob me." I'm like, "Whoop your ass!" And my first instinct, I'm like, "I, we're both homeless. What you need from me?" Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hey, man, no, no, no. I'm trying to show you where you get food at." I'm like, "Okay, where we're we gonna get food at, bro? What's up?" So he walking me. I'm like, "I swear, this dude tried to set me up." I'm just gonna off him right here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have nothing to live for. It's, the, it's a survival. Yeah, it's I have nothing to live for. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna off this dude right here. What do you want? We're walking to the Burger King. Hey man, hash browns right there. I'm like, shit, it's me and this guy fighting with some rats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah. real. You know, so I'm like, so that was that was traumatic. That was like, I'll never eat. Like, so that. you don't have like you don't have like any friends like when you were. Like, do you, you, you still talk to people that, like, when you were dealing with that? Did you ever meet, like, good people that, like, you still connect with? Nah, man. Everybody I knew majority in Connecticut were homeless people. You yeah. know, and then I moved back here, and then all the homies were like, yo, I didn't even know you were homeless. I'm like, how, where you found out? They're like, oh, I seen you on the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know That's, what I'm saying? So yeah. I was on the news, and then the shit, all my homies, and it, it just went like wildfire. Like, oh, you're a homeless? I'm like, dude, that was such a long time ago. But you only know the story now because I'm letting you know the story. Yeah. But it's not who I am. It's who I was. So I always, it's always good to talk about it because, like I said, it's therapeutic, and I really need to talk about it more to be more open with it. Yeah. You know, I like to be sheltered and stuff like that, you know, and it's like, oh. Well, you're not going to walk up, you're not going to be, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm homeless, how you yeah, doing? Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, like, it's not the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the, 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 that's the opener, you know. It's yeah. the, but it, you kind of just alluded to something right there, too. And it's actually been a theme with a couple other people here, too. And it's kind of, you said it's not really who I am. Yeah. Do you view it as... A part of you, a part that kind of molded you to who you are. Like, how do you view that time versus who you? Because I agree, it's not who you are. It's a time and place that you know you, you spent for sure. But how do you how do you look at that versus now and and how it has kind of shaped you? Not even necessarily what you're doing now, but you right. just as a person. I, I just think it got me ready for life. You know, because even in my mid twenties, I was like a good dad, right? But I was still hanging around with fucked up people, you know. So moving to Connecticut, you know, was like a big deal for me. You know, it's the first time I'm away from anybody. Yeah. No mother, nobody. So I was working extra hard because, you know, when you fall, you know, I fall. And that's what happened. I fell and fell on my face. So I feel like now that molded me to be even a more hard worker today. So that's why I work a nine to five. I have a nonprofit. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's like people are like, damn, you don't have enough time of the day. But it just it. I'm not going to be homeless no more because I instilled that in my head. And I'm going to help the homeless to make them feel like me, how I feel today. It made you a stronger per Like, it's like one of those things to where, like, like the the bullshit I've gone through in my life. And it's not, like, we all have different bullshit, you know. Mm. But, like, the shit that fucked me up at the time hurt. Now, it, there's still a buzz to it. Like, there's still a ring. I still notice yeah. it's there. But I am like, damn, I got through that. I can I can get through anything. Like if I if I can if I can come from climb from my own hell and come back up, there will be another hell I might have to go through. But I know sure. I've, if I've gone through it once, it's easier to go through, and I'm a stronger person because of it. Dude, homelessness make you uh, be suicidal too. Because there's times where I'm like, I just want to fucking just end it right that here. That mental illness. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I want to just fucking end it right here. Who's gonna care? My mom only. And then there was an older homie. He was an old, like, in the 60s. He's probably dead now. But he was like, yo, I've been on the streets for 30 years, bro. He's like, that's the easy way out. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right, bro. That is the easy way out. I'm going to yeah. get through this shit. But I understand the thought process. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you go from, you know, 
family, kids, job, home, and it all almost, maybe not instantly, but damn near, almost just kind of gets ripped out from under you. And now you're like, you were talking about just kind of scavenging to kind of get by. And not like get by the way, like, you know, we were just talking about the people living a paycheck to paycheck. This is a different level of getting by. You know, this is, you know, making sure that you're warm, making sure that you can't, like stuff that most people take for granted because, you know, thank God a lot of them don't have to go through that. But to Brian's point, it can be certainly something that can kind of, I don't want to say harden you, but definitely prepare you. For sure. Or maybe, I mean, do you think differently now? Do you think differently in terms of you're always kind of ready for the other shoe to drop? Which I think would be a normal thought. Yeah, always. Like, always, like, um, like if I get arguments with, like, one of my family members and stuff, I'm just like, I got to leave because it's like when I argue, like, I think I'm going to go homeless because last time I argued and it escalated, the cops came and shit like that. Same, it's that. So there's these little things that's like, oh, man, do I really want to fucking argue with you? I can just... So I'm not chill. And Life kicked talk- your ass last time. Yeah. You're like, that's not happening again. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about earlier about you know you know doing like you know some type of fighting or something like that. Yeah. That's why I got into Bushido Warriors. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need an outlet because if I'm not a Bushido Warrior, if I'm not fighting, then I'm gonna have all the suppressed energy and all this anger in me for no reason. Things yep. are good like that for outlets. Yeah. You I know. Got, I got a question. Can I take a pee? Yeah, of course. Nah, I'm yeah. Sorry. We'll pause no, 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 it. of course. I want to keep that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing it. And they come back like, man, that felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Actually, the most. I wanna, I if you could take the mic with you, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do I go upstairs? I'll pause uh, it. With. Yeah, like, you know what? I gotta pee. Mm-hmm. I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so David's back. Those are twenty yeah, minutes. We're all good to go. Yeah, he's been gone for. <laughs> he's been, honestly, he's been gone for like forty-five minutes. Yeah. I don't even know where. I, I got a shy bladder. The dog. That was really funny. <laughs> he walks upstairs like the dog's gonna. Oh, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Chris is up there. Yeah, your wife. <laughs> he's like, hi, David. Shy bladder. There's like three dogs outside the door, and your wife is just like there with earphones. I'm like, damn, I gotta help them pee. I'm yeah. like, so shy. <laughs> hi, I'm David. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried to flush the toilet and piss before it went down. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't hear me pee. You know? yeah. <laughs> She's going to be like, baby flushed like four times. Yeah. Like, baby, you know why he did that, right? He was trying to not make you hear him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. I feel like we're closer now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all sure. closer. What were we talking about? Wait, I, I don't know either, but I want to get back. So, so, like, so I took care of intellectually disabled people at, like, a home, right? So I have showered men before and a lot of people don't realize like you like a lot of people obviously i think some people can shower i don't know i'm assuming people shower themselves but some people do need help with the shower i'm assuming right yeah because most people don't know what it's like most dudes especially don't know what it's like to like to uh to wash another man's uh ass or anything and at first it's weird but then once you're once like when you know you're helping somebody it's not like a it's kind of turned into like a job to where it's just like another day Right, I don't know. Like, what, what, uh, like, what is some like stuff that you you've gone through, uh, like relating to that? First off, I don't wash balls. Oh, you don't wash anyone's <laughs> balls? Just, I just me? Wanna, I just want to make sure. Like, yeah. hey, we take a shower on the hood squad. Like, Honestly, man, I said, fuck my, you, my, David. My, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not washing. My mind showered so many testicles. <laughs> my mind thought we related too. I'm like, I feel like we could ask a lot more questions like, before this I'm one. Like, yeah, we've ne- we're connected on everything, but maybe that. Um, you never know. <laughs> no, so like the most thing I come encounter with is like uh, people with like the shit bags. Oh like, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. had cancer. Oh, the colostomy bags. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I was like. I didn't know how to like how to tell him like hey I don't know how to do that right so I'm like yeah you could take a shower 
Dude, when I tell you there was shit everywhere, bro, that was like the the craziest experience you're talking about. Like, but after a while, he kept on coming and he did it like two or three times, and it became like a like you said, like a job. Yeah. But it was still like in my head, I'm like, man, this is gross, man. You know what I'm saying? Not him, but just the situation. Of yeah. This shit everywhere, like on the walls, on yeah, the floor. Yeah, that's a again, that, that's know? a normal again, just something that I think most people. They just don't know, you know. That they don't know what that's like. Whether it's you know, like a worker like Brian or someone at a hospital or something. Yeah. What, what you do? It's it's not necessarily just going around saying take a shower, let me know when you're done. You're gonna encounter people that are gonna need some help. Like you, you mentioned someone's been on the street for thirty years. Yeah. You know yeah. that's a mental and physical toll. Yeah. You know? I just I just saw I just assumed that some dude's like I need help and you're like fine I got you. Uh, Sorry I thought I thought other nah, people nah, like nah, dick nah, in this nah, room. I, I, <laughs> so. So this is how the shower bus works, right? We pull up majority of the time is a church. So a lot of churches have like warming centers. Yeah. So they call it a warming center where they have like the homeless and they get like a grant and they're there all winter. Okay. So they don't have showers, you know, what church has a shower. So boom, this is where I come in from five to nine. I pull up, I connect the garden hose into the bus. That's a that's a form of water. And then I have a tankless tank, like a hot water tank. Yes. Yeah. Propane. Have like a big hundred pound propane tank that I, I connect. They get in the shower, take their shower. I try to limit it to like ten minutes, but sometimes they take longer. Like uh, I'm not gonna lie, I have probably some favorites that I probably let them take longer showers. Like yeah. uh, women, uh, you know, I give women longer showers. And then when I go out and there's like women around, I take you know, I take another girl with me. Yeah. And I don't just go by myself. Go, oh, right, look at this yeah. weirdo. So there's a woman that's with me at all times when we do women and. You know, it's just because I have daughters, so I'm, like, more, like, softer with women. And I'm, like, you know, oh, you know, I got to cater to them more. Because you figure if me and you are homeless, we can make it. You can fight. You can, you know, do what you got to do to survive. Maybe steal a bag of chips. I'm not promoting theft or nothing. I don't want nobody to cancel me. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, if someone cancels you for that. That's... They'll be like, he stole the bag of chips. Yeah, like, cancel him. Oh, Man, my God. He's a ruining homeless... the Sun Chips brand right <laughs> a now. A homeless, hungry person stole some Lay's Ruffles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, you know, so you need something else to do because that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's actually a rule in like the the healthcare field. Like, uh, so men, so women, women workers are allowed to like shower men and women, but the men workers are not allowed to shower women. That's that like like for disabilities, like like that's why I there was like a house with like all dudes that I was in. So we had women and men, and we were all like taking care of all of them. But if I was in a house with the women, I couldn't like I could I could take care of them, but I'd have to ask another woman, hey, can you go to the bathroom with her? Yeah. Like I couldn't legally do that. That's why I, that's why I always carry a chick with me. Like yo, I gotta go with somebody on the board. I got four girls on the board. Yeah. You know, and, so. and then I don't think most people don't even probably think about like they don't even they wouldn't even know that like you tell them this and they'd be like oh that makes a lot of sense it's, yeah it's one of those things that like no you again you don't think about it until you encounter it and then someone explains it, like oh god yeah that makes sense i've just never had to sure that that may just be a thing that's born to them yeah you know what's crazy with a lot of volunteers in ohio like they get so shocked when they see prostitution up close and personal like i'm like dude you never seen a prostitute before oh no like there's prostitutes doing tricks like we go down West 25th, there's this, uh, there's this area underneath a bridge. We go underneath the bridge, and they have, like, a, a super big homeless camp there, right? Yeah. So there's this girl. Just just last week, there was a girl there. She, we're going, we're going to get, we're doing homeless outreach, and she's pulling the trick in her, where she lives, in her tent. And then, like, you know, I was getting interviewed at the time by another person. He's like, I never experienced that. I'm like, 
bro, what you mean? This is this is real Cle. I call it the real Cleveland. Yeah. Like this is like real life. You know what I mean? Like this is like the trenches. Like you're gonna see somebody that just left a tent after just having sex. Yeah, you know? and that's life, man. And that's just that's just a naturally born woman prostitute. Yeah, I, I used to work on Sixty uh, Fifth in Detroit, and when it would get dark, you would see the the transgender prostitutes. Oh man! Yeah. And a couple, I I've seen I've seen prostitutes before. That I was like I've never I didn't know that there were trans I, I didn't know yeah for sure and uh, and then the workers are like the the bartenders are like no that's that's what happens at night you know what that's a good topic you talk about transgender I had a uh, I had to have a rethinking process because you know I'm like yo I got there's like cancel cultures now right so I have to yeah. make sure like so when there's somebody transgender I'm like what your pronouns are because that's something that I never knew that I had to do but now you know being the CEO of a nonprofit you got to be very professional you got to cater to a lot of people so let's say for example if there's a transgender male I always say you know what's your pronouns you know I want to respect them you know so I had to learn that too I, didn't know I, that. I, I, I always think again nothing wrong with because uh, we've had whatever uh I'll, sorry bro no you're good you're good but just uh you know it's i think so long as you're asking you're generally trying to understand to make them feel comfortable i think you're fine yeah for sure you know and, and it's i think it's something that we all are, are are still not adapting to but we're all just trying to be more conscious of to make everyone feel more inclusive yeah. i think that's normal yeah, sure. it's normal i did look up all the pronouns though and like all the sexualities and all that stuff there's like you know? 70 i, I yeah. was i got i got lost and, I, and i'll be like i if someone's if someone's like identifies something like i'm like oh my bad like yeah, it's not sure. your life but honestly i don't know if i can learn all of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to that's uh, a lot i misgendered somebody by accident at get-go like a month ago oh, <laughs> oh yeah it's you just, can't. yeah they... it was an accident i, I didn't mean to yeah, just uh, just open the door i wasn't really paying attention it was a uh you know, it was, it was a woman, you know, she's kind of just wearing, like, you know, jean shorts and a T-shirt, she had short hair and a hat. I wasn't really paying attention. Opened the door. I was like, oh, thank you, sir. And then she's like, you're welcome. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> then she spoke. I was like, oh, God. Well, that's an accident, but, though. Oh, yeah. Well, still. Oh, she didn't care. Yeah. But still, some people... I've seen videos of some someone saying something by accident, and all of a sudden they're just getting screamed at. Well, that <laughs> was really scared. That's the cancel culture shit. Yeah. If someone's doing it on accident, they're not a hate. They're not a bad person. Nah, if someone's so. purposefully doing it to like fuck with you, they're. they're if an someone asshole. is aware and is purposely mis, yeah, that's different. Yeah. But I think what you. I don't think I never would have thought, and I never would have thought about like, even in like like the homeless community, that. Um, that someone's like no i don't like not not that they're like not not that they're like trans but you know like they just like are like i'm homeless but i identify as like they them or something and that yeah. happens right There's a lot of them now because like you know parents kicking out kids yeah for their sexual yeah sexual orientation but now we have a youth center so now if we ever encounter any kids that got kicked out the house we can send them to a youth center in uh, fairview park and we're really tight with those people like we're really really tight with them so you got a lot of so you stop you you don't just stop at like one church like you'll you have multiple locations that yeah you roll so like pretty much. yeah so I cover like Lorraine County so Lorraine County I do the warming center in Lorraine County I do Cuyahoga County uh, from time to time I do like Sandusky County yeah you know but it's called Huron I guess it's yeah not, it's like Sandusky is like the city but Huron is a county but uh, wherever I'm needed I'm, I go like I try to do the most like I try to do a lot of advertising like, this is what we do this is what we what, what you guys need yeah but I just stick to like I said stick to the basics man so a lot of people a lot of like random places will reach out to you nonstop a lot of, like yeah I'm just like 
like for example like um we just got connected with the united methodist church yeah so i'm like okay how you guys found us you know like but you know it's the networking we do with other nonprofits. so i work with a guy named jonathan and he's yeah. with he's with a nonprofit called trials for hope so we're like real real tight right we're like tight and uh he has a lot of churches that donate to him you know so yeah. then when they see me with him they're like oh what they see me with the motorcycle jacket they're like oh you ride so that's how the door opens up i'm like yo i'm a nonprofit. Okay. i'm a nonprofit. You know what? And then they they're so they're so willing. Like, what you need? I'm like, oh shit! What I need? I'll give you a list. Here yeah. we go. And then that's how the networking. You know, it's funny. Right before this, was it last night or even earlier today? He and I were talking about doing another comedy show. We could and we can work out some details. We can do a comedy show slash fundraiser for you. Oh, that's dope, man! I yeah. appreciate that. For yeah, time. we did it for a social pause. Yeah, we did it for a, a yeah, we did it for a social pause. It was you actually the first. Yeah, number tax write off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you want to put that in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to put that in there. <laughs> That's right off you. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Almost got bats, and yeah. I got to save money. That's cool. <laughs> Most of our listeners don't pay taxes. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, shit. It just doesn't really come out. <laughs> yeah, man, we would do that. We, we could put a show together. We could charge X amount of money. I'll be there with everybody in the hood squad. We'll wear the vest. We'll ha- Heck yeah. And it's it's you'd be surprised like people will turn out. I mean, people love comedy shows in general, but people definitely will love one that's a, a fundraiser, good cause. People promote, and we grab it, all the old guiltless yeah. guests. I guarantee you, they would all. I had to kind of take a deep breath, like so I don't get like so emotional. Like it looked like I'm a gangster right out of the tattoos and shit. But like when it's like something like means a lot to me, like the nonprofit is like my baby, and like just hearing that, like you don't even know me from a fucking can of paint, you know. And I have like my own family that have fucking motorcycle gangs like they're and they don't even want to help unless i tell them yeah it, it's just like you know strangers i help you more than people that are right next to you that's so true that there's even a thing with comedy so people will tell me like like so so the difference between joe and like my best friend from when i was 22 is that joe will be like hey he's like we need to help we need to help you get big and he reshares stuff and supports goes to my shows but then there's that my best friend from like five years ago it's like yo why haven't you made it yet and i'm just like well because you're not fucking resharing anything you're not fucking performing you're not you're not performing you're not coming any of my shit you're not actually supporting you're just talking about all that shit waiting for me to just magically do everything alone which is you know that's not how shit works networking man well that's if we've learned anything from like doing this and all the guests just there's a lot of people well there's a lot of different businesses people artists musicians whatever that are 100 percent willing to help and promote there's you know i I think the, the the biggest one that i can think of is uh uh, Alex from Jukebox. He was he was one of the ones that really kind of opened my eyes to it. Is that he's really good friends with Lindsey Smith, who runs Flight Cleveland, which is a wine bar. They're less than a mile from each other, and you would think they'd be competitors. Not at all. They super support each other. They're like, there's plenty of room for all of us. We can all help each other, and they're really big into those type of spaces and really push. So I, we can work out the details. But we were just talking about putting one together. We, I, we would be happy to do that. Dude. You know, we just you know, sponsor, and we can just charge. We can, I think we can probably make a little bit of yeah. money for you guys. Plus, I like because because I run just shows. Like I'll, I run shows with like a group of other. I run a show alone, and then I run a shows a shows with another like two dudes, two of my buddies that are comics. Um, but then when me and Joe did shows, like it's a win win for everybody because uh, comics get stage time, audience laughs. Uh, the like social pause when we did they made a bunch of money yeah. um it's it, it's like it's a good time and everyone's winning yeah you know? for sure yeah. we can work that out i think that'd be a lot of fun 
Yeah, we need to stop like sucking our own dicks now, Joe. We're like, yeah, no, we did such a good. We're gonna do one now. First off, <laughs> there's never a time that we should stop sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sucking our own. I, yeah. I said that wrong. No homo. <laughs> I want to get canceled. No, no. <laughs> If people have listened, we did a whole episode making fun of when people say no homo. Oh, so now I've actually been saying no yeah, homo, like across, laughing at myself. I came across the dumbest thing on social media. This di- somebody like posted something on Facebook. They was really kind of struggling and just kind of like a depressing post. And the first post I saw was this friend of a of his. Seemed like it was obviously another guy. He goes, "Hey, dude, no homo." Are you okay? <laughs> and I took a screenshot and I sent it to Brian. I'm like, the fuck does this mean? And Brian's like, oh, he wants to make sure he's okay and be an emotional support, but he also wants him to know he ain't trying to fuck him. <laughs> and I'm like, did that have to be said? And no. then I, I'm like, and then apparently that's a thing. Like someone was just like like pouring their heart out, having this horrible time. And before you can comfort them, be like, before I get into how much I'm willing to help you, and you've always been a big part of my life. Just know, you will not see me naked. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the dumbest fucking whatever. Then we did an hour. <laughs> we did a episode. whole episode about just how hey, dumb man. no homo was. Hey man, I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled, y'all. Uh, no, 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 my biggest, no my, you, you know what? That's on us. My no, biggest fear is getting canceled because yeah. I, I know I'm a good person and I don't like fuck people over. I care about people's feelings, so I get it. My big because I see all my favorite comics getting canceled like left and right. Yeah, and I'm just yeah, like, so. no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> and some I'm of them deserve it. Some of them they're just some of them don't as much, but some you know. I've seen a couple goofy ones. I'm like, really? And then other ones, I'm like, well, what took so long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that's just the world we live in, dude. Yeah, it's for like sure. Sensitivity, too. You got to be yeah. careful what you say. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's, for someone like in your realm, it's, even, it's almost even stranger because even doing something as good as you're doing, there's still just those people that just kind of just waiting for a misstep. Even in, uh, in usually an unintentional misstep to just pounce. It's really weird. It's, a, it's actually in other nonprofits, which is weird. Like, you know, remember how you guys were talking about how, like, uh, we're talking about how family don't support us? Yeah. Other nonprofits really don't support me like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm connected with a certain group of nonprofits, but, like, when I reach out to somebody, like, hey, let's do an event today, they're like, what can you do for me? Like, uh, okay, and I, it just shuts me down. Like I'm like I can't fuck with you. That's so weird because because you're you're like yeah I want to work with other people. Other people are like nah we're good with we're, we we rather work alone. We wanna yeah, 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 we yeah. want everyone to only support this nonprofit. Well, That's you, how it comes. You would off. think yeah. it'd be that thing that Brian said like everybody wins. We support each other. What, what, what are you? But it's like uh, they want the most money, and then yeah. here I come coming from the ground up, right? Then like those oh. are the scariest nonprofits to me yeah. because. It's in the phrase nonprofit. Like this shouldn't be your primary source of income. You're you're trying to help other people. If you're yeah. if you're sourcing that, like, and there, I mean, God, I mean, there's countless numbers of nonprofits that have been caught, you know, basically given a slight small percentage of what is raised to the actual cause, and then keeping the rest, and then kind of justifying it. Obviously, you're not doing that. But yeah, I, I'm. It sucks, but I guess I'm not terribly surprised to hear that. You know, you would think. I think anyone that's not involved in nonprofit, you wouldn't understand it. But I don't know. When I kind of think about it, I'm like, I guess I kind of can. Yeah, sure. Not I agree yeah. with it, but I can see it. But that's why. That's why. Like me being so like in the trenches, I understand what it is to be homeless. So like, it's like if I wasn't homeless, I wouldn't be able to understand what it was to be homeless. Yeah. So yeah. you got to go through an experience to be experienced. So now going through that experience like you're talking about, now I'm experienced, now I know, okay, this is what I needed, so this is what you're going to get. This yeah. is what I needed. What else you need? I'm supporting everything, 
but I ain't bringing you no dope. Yeah. You know? Now, when you were, so, like, when you were younger, because I'm a dude who, when I was a kid, I was always taught to learn from other people's mistakes, and but I wouldn't really learn, right? So then once I started making, like, financial and, like, like changing jobs, started making, like, little mistakes like that, I realized that I actually do learn more taking a risk and then failing than coming back from it. We're so, like... When were you like a more like when you were a kid? Were you more school smart or street smart? And like, did that change through time? Uh, nah, man, I, I was more like street smarts than anything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was raised by my grandma. My mom had me at a super young age. Yeah. So like, my mother and me were kind of raised like brothers. I knew that was my mom. Don't get me wrong, but we're raised like brother and sister because she was so young. I'm being raised by my grandma. You know, and it actually took me in my mid twenties, like after me being homeless to actually respect my mom as a mother, if that makes sense. So now, like, my mother, I don't look at her like a sister anymore. Like, that's my mom's, right? Yeah. yeah. But we came to a, uh, we came to an understanding together. Like, my mom looks at me like a grown man now. She doesn't look at me like a little boy. And, you know, we had to argue a lot. You know, there was a couple uh, things that I went through growing up my mom. Like, my mother would, like, raise other kids, like my cousins and stuff. Yeah. I had this one little cousin that she would raise, like, her own son. And I never hated my cousin. But I was more envious of it. Like, that yeah. could be me. Why, why, mom? Why are you not raising me? Why am I with grandma? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, going through that experience, stuff like that made me the man I am today. So that's why, you know, I don't know oh. if I t- went off subject a little bit. but No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, you, yeah. that, that very much is on par with what we're talking about. Because, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is some of those experiences that have shaped who you are now and what you're doing now. And I think all of that applies. Sure. Because, you know, kind of, you know, however you want to word it, whether it's, you know, you know, misdirected, unintentional, anything like that, it's still going to apply to what you're doing now. Because what you're doing now is, it's something that people, I think, are just like, it sounds great, they would all, but it's not something they would actually get up and actually go do. Yeah. That is the difference of it. And, and that's not a knock on anyone. It's just, it's that that's the reality of it. You know, I think most people are very much on board with charity. I think very much on board with helping people. But... With what you're doing is essentially a second job. You're working two jobs or three, if you include. Well, let's be real. A parent is another yeah, job. Sure. So yeah. three jobs. So that that's very difficult. And I don't know. I I think that 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 talking about that relationship, especially during that time in your life, it very much has a lot to do with what we're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, it really I, does. I, I do have a question in terms of. I, I know we were talking about. You know, you got the the was it a Hondo Accord? Was that yeah, it? Hondo okay. Accord. Those are the best fucking cars. Ninety four, bro. How many miles? It fucking had probably like two hundred plus. Uh, it was only four hundred dollars. My abuelo's got this. My abuelo's had. He's like got like a nineteen ninety or like one of those. <laughs> it's got like two hundred fifty thousand miles, and you can run those into the ground, man. Yeah, and he's been for like 30, thirty five years. Yeah, he Hondas, like, Toyotas, those things are like Terminator cars. You yeah. can run those into the ground. Dude, put gas in Honda it, change the oil. That's it. Yeah, that Honda was like a house. Yeah, dude, I put like these like tinted windows on it. Like it wasn't even tinted windows. I just found like fucking aluminum foil and put them on the windows. <laughs> 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 so it was like my house. Like it was like uh, yeah. I thought I had like the rawest house, but you know, homeless. Hey, I was fucking up homeless king at the yeah, time. Your you little plant. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> You go from homeless to having that. Oh, I, I, that's how I'd be like. Oh, me, yeah, I have a place yeah. down the street. Yeah, man, like that's how I would view it. That's great, man. It's crazy. Though. Even being homeless, you're like, at least I still got my Honda. Yeah, yeah. I don't have gas for it, but I still got Dude, it. Dude, I just now pay taxes. Yeah, it's a funny story. I just got a letter in the mail for that damn Honda because in Connecticut you have to pay the taxes to drive it. So I owe like fifteen hundred dollars in tax. I had to make payments on. 
No they were going to suspend my license over here. Oh, crazy that, shit. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. If that's not a man, I didn't have to deal with this when I was homeless. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with it now. I'm like, Connecticut okay. never. Connecticut never reached out to me when I was homeless. Oh, now yeah. they're like, oh, Dude, they were so thirsty. I was they see you making money. They, they, yeah. they see you not. They're like, yeah, let's try to get someone sucked back in. Yeah. Sucked back in. I'm like, my credit is good now. I'm like, oh, I don't want this to mess up my credit. You know, I build like I build it from the ground up too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh hell no. I'm doing that right now. Building credit. Yeah, like my, my credit was shite. That it credit. Was, that credit one is good though. Yeah, that shit. That's what I got. That, but that's a, again. That's not. I went through that too. It's no, just, Capital One Credit One. Yeah. Give me Capital. Well, no, I was thinking. I, I, I thought you were. I thought you meant like a credit union because I went through. I, I'm at a credit union now, and like I'm pretty sure credit unions are meant for like to help you like build your credit back up. Like they're there to help you. Yeah, you know it's great. I'm seeing some more of this now in like some states, but some states are actually making in high school like mandatory finance classes, which I am very much on board with. Why, there is not yeah, a single sure. person that I knew growing up that once we got out of everyone, most people I knew that got out of college was already fifteen thousand dollars in credit card debt, because no one really knew how. It we worked. went to Catholic school. They were they were they were more just like you need to learn all this stuff about the Old Testament, but we're not going to teach you. How oh, to there's like we're just, not gonna just teach pray, you everything will be fine. That's not true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there was. Are the, you guys religious though? Not like really. growing up, were you like religious? Oh, very. Yeah, I was. I grew up Catholic my whole life. Yeah. For real. I grew, I grew up Catholic. I was actually about to ask you that earlier. I didn't know if you were religious because you work with churches. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not religious. But you work with churches. But I work with churches, so I have to I have to be very careful what I say. And you never would have oh, yeah. thought you would be working with churches I never in your life. Thought, no, at all. So, like, when they be like, hey, you believe in God, right? I'm like, yes, I do. Because then if you say anything other than that, then they're not a founder anymore. You know? Yeah. So I'm like... You just gotta be very careful. Well, it's you wild game. because you gotta play the game. Even yeah. if even if you're not a religious person, you're literally doing God's work. They don't see it like that either. It's yeah. Like there was this there was this <laughs> church. <laughs> there was this yeah. church, right? <laughs> they were like, "We're gonna fund you." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then they're like, "Are you faith based?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> you're I like, love no, the Third Testament. Like, yes. <laughs> King <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Bible. I'm reading it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, am I religious? I love the Avengers movies. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark, yeah, he resurrected. Yeah. The, the Thor thing. is yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know what I do? I always, uh, what is it, Passion of Christ? I always say, oh, yeah, I watched Passion of Christ. You seen that movie? Who was it, Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah Mel, Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, movie. that's why I'm like, hey, yeah, I watched Passion of Christ. Oh, You're yeah. killing it. You knew. Yeah. Like, yeah, Passion of Christ. Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, really? That'll get yeah. you out of some shit. Yeah. You're religious, you're like, Mel Gibson. <laughs> They're he like, come on in, sir. Yeah. My mom and my abuela saw that in theater and they start crying <laughs> everybody did when it came out right yeah. everybody was talking that, about that movie, movie made that was like that was like christian braveheart <laughs> that shit made so much money yeah for sure man. i bet none of that went to the church <laughs> that went to the that went to the united christ of mel <laughs> universal studios yeah, yeah exactly. the church of universal studios that's why i just wish like i wish churches were they're cool you know some of them are cool like you know non-denominational ones are like hey man you just believe believe whatever we're just here to help you in your cause yeah but other ones they like it's just weird man. i didn't know those see as growing up a catholic because we both went to catholic uh grade school and high school and I, when I was a kid, I just thought there was like, again, they don't try like with the schools I went to. They were they were they were good schools, I think, but they, they some like later in life they would go over like the different types of religions. If I didn't hear that, I just would have thought it was Catholic. And then I was learning about like Methodist and you know Lutheran all that stuff. And then 
I didn't learn until like I was 20 years old that there were churches that they're like, oh no, you can just hang, you can just like, if you don't believe, that's fine. Like we're not gonna, we're not gonna tell you to believe. Just, yeah. just like, like we could praise and you can be here and you can like, you know, find yourself. Yeah, that didn't hit me till high school because it was, you know, we were still learning religion. We we're learning, you know, Catholicism and, and then um, we were talking about Jesus, like yeah, Jesus, you know, Jesus King, because you know, King of the Jews, you know, that would yeah. come up, and. uh Someone would ask the question, the king, is Jesus Jewish? Like, Jesus was Jewish. And we're all just sitting there like, why do you do that? <laughs> like, we... Bunch of eighth graders just like, well, Jews suck. Because <laughs> we don't know better. We're all just like, what is that? Meanwhile, there's like three Jewish kids in the class. Yeah. But they're just sitting there just like, don't fucking rat me out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that, yeah I don't kid, think that hit us yeah. until later, but it was never a discouragement. As a kid, thing. yeah, it was pretty much Catholicism and Judaism. Yeah. And there was a mental gymnastics as a lot of kids... To where um, they're like, oh well, the Christians are right and the Jewish people are wrong. You know that that is instilled in a lot of Catholic school children. Oh, sure. I didn't have that That's a real as thing. much. Like I also didn't have the, uh, um, I, at least again for my my you know Catholic upbringing. Also like the the uh, the gay being wrong. That was not really. That just never came up. You know they were like Adam and Eve. Uh, you know one of the commandments, man and woman. That was it. It just never came up. I, I had a uh, I'm sure it was there. I had a you teacher know, when I was in high just, school. I never had that. He said if his son was gay, he wouldn't go to his wedding. And the whole class went, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think and, he was really And cared. then he was like, that's my belief. And I remember, I was the jokester. I was like, hey, that's kind of screwed up. You're, te you're saying that to a group of like 17-year-old kids, man. Like that's kind of hate that it's it's kind of hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> that's opinion. But that's that's why they came with that love is love. That that quote like love is love, man. Yeah. Love yeah. Man. If you love your son, man, love your son. Yeah. I mean, if my son was gay, would I be mad? No. But it's something that I would have to get used to. Not something I was raised with. Where, you know, hey, you know, I, I have like two gay person people in my family, and growing up, I would just roast them all the time. Like, yeah. You know, make funny jokes. But then now, as being a dog, I'm like, oh damn, I was really mean to them. Yeah, you and know, you feel, you yeah, feel you, guilty, you, but you, you know better. About that. Yeah, I'm the same. Know. I have, you know, I have friends that are gay. My co-host is gay. You know, Wait, like what? <laughs> <laughs> Lexi's gonna hear this. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> or she's gonna be like, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, that, that was never something that was where I was getting like a, a mean, hateful type vibe in, in school. I, I just. I'm sure others do because you, know, you hear about it all. You hear about it all the time nowadays. It's even weirder. We're talking about me when I was in school in like the fucking nineties. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it would be more prevalent, but it just wasn't. Sure. Which hey, I'm glad, obviously. Yeah, because the nineties sucked. <laughs> yeah, except for music. Yeah. Um, so when what year did the bus start? Like when, when did it really kind of when did it get going? Uh, it took off in 2021. Actually, 2021. So we started the nonprofit in 2020 when COVID hit. That's when I really put the boots to the floor. Like I was always thinking about it for a long time, but I'm like, man, do I really want to do this? And then like the whole religious thing, I'm like, damn, what people are gonna donate? I'm like, I'm not really into the whole God situation. Like, oh, like you know, a tree hugger. So I'm, like, I'm just a spiritual dude. Like I'm just spiritual. Like yeah. if I if I believe in a God, I'm gonna think God's a woman, right? People are gonna be like, oh, that's kind of weird to say, but I just think that everything beautiful and everything is woman like, right? Yeah. So my idea. Is like, oh, I think God's a woman. Yeah. You know, why couldn't she? Why couldn't it be? You yeah. Know? So, uh, so when I tell people that, they're like, oh, this dude's a weirdo. You know. So, I was like, man, what should I do? So I sat down, talked about it. You know, to important people in my life, and uh, we started the Hood Squad Two One Six. We uh, took the word hood because people make it so uh, like a bad word. It's got know? a derogatory. Yeah, like yo, where you from? It. I'm from the hood. 
right? So we took the word hood and we put each letter is like helping our own developments. Yeah. So like what development are you helping? Our developments, the the hood, the, the worst area, the inner city. I'm here to help the inner city kids. I'm here to help anybody that was a product like I was. Like growing up in the projects, single mom, uh, you know, father's not there. You know what I mean? Little yeah. dude like that raised by your grandma. Cause my well, right now, like, she's like, 71 72 you know and if i told her the thing about god she's like you're the devil yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying you know how yeah. bad grandma's are yeah like, yeah you're the devil uh -huh. i'm like oh you need you need jesus yeah 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 <laughs> and then she hits me with the with the father son holy spirit thing that they do and yeah. i'm like grandma i'm not the devil you know so she's like always saying that you're the she'll devil. run in the she'll run in the alone room and just be like i deal it's me y'all <laughs> <laughs> Start praying for you. Come out with the with the with the rosary, and I swear my grandma is super. Starts super getting the shakes and everything. Man, super. Yeah, we're having. Our, I'm having my PTSD moment right now. <laughs> Look at that. Well, so she coming like from a Puerto Rican family though. That, that I mean that oh, yeah. is as yeah. that's that's just a religious. Especially culture. from white to Puerto yeah. Rican, and like my dad's side's white, and he's got up and he's the youngest, so like he was cool with the religious. He stuff. he 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 was cool. He, he well he's always like yeah you need to go to church. My dad's a very simple man in a good way. Like, he's like, yeah, go to church. Never, like, you need to believe, like, go to church. Or, like, any time, like, if I said, like, God damn it, he'd be like, hey, don't say that. Yeah, yeah. It right. was, like, the little thing. It's not, he's not, like, but my mom was like, what? And she would just be like, oh, my God, my God, mom. Yeah. And then she'd tell my abuela, she's like, oh, she's going to hell if he don't, if he don't listen to you. They always say that, man. Like, they always, my grandma's like that. My grandma, just like your grandma, man. Yeah. So I feel it. I, I sensed, uh, I sensed, because uh, I don't see a lot of Puerto Ricans, especially in Lakewood. Yeah. And I see a bunch of, like, all my white friends, and they're always making jokes, like, yeah, you're not really Puerto Rican. Well, you and I'm you like, said you live in Lorraine. Yeah, I live in Lorraine. Yeah, yeah that's where Puerto Ricans are. Yeah, there's a lot of them over there, dude. We might be fucking related. <laughs> that's you, Lorraine. I remember, like, as a kid. I, I don't know why. That's just always had a really big, like, Puerto Rican population. I mean, going back, like, 30 years. Even my dad. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, Dad, there's a lot of, you know, people that speak Spanish here. He goes, yeah. He's like, I don't really know why. It's just always been. And my dad was like, <laughs> at the time, my dad was like, as long as I've been coming here, this has always been a large Spanish-speaking community. I'm not really sure why they chose Lorraine. Yeah, the West Side is big, too, now. Yeah. Like, from 117th all the way to, like, 25th. They got, uh, what's that? What's the place? Uh, they got, a like, a, a Spanish, uh, a Hispanic uh, grocery store right on uh, Lakewood Heights Boulevard. Oh, they, La Tacaria. That's Mexican. Oh, it's Mexican? Yeah, they sell yeah, tacos they sell and fucking all. greasiest tacos, but they're so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah, the place. They're yeah, because they're authentic. Like, he goes, yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the place that would sometimes uh, post up, I think, at Terrestrial, uh, like on Sundays. Yeah. That place is really, really that's good. That's why like, people like Baraku. I'm like, that shit is not authentic Spanish food. No. They're like, people are like, we love Baraku. I'm like, no, bro, no, bar Barrio. Yeah, oh, like, Barrio. Barrio, that place was started <laughs> by a guy sucks. named Ted. Huh? Yeah, that's They're not awesome. They're from eating there now. No. 216 <laughs> is not allowed to eat Barrio. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? You know how you can... <laughs> barrio canceled. Yeah, I'm eating Barrio yeah. canceled. You can't even get on Uber Eats. So yeah, like, we know it's you. Uh, Hood Squad, they're canceled from Barrio. <laughs> you are never going to see a check-in from you at Barrio. <laughs> you're never going to see <laughs> me. That's one place you'll never see me. You don't even need, yo, you don't, you don't even need to go in. You don't even need to eat the food. The second you go into Barrio, you see all these skulls. You're like, yep. Not a Hispanic person in sight. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. it's such a weird... You know a shitty food when they bring you tacos in those little silver containers? Yeah. yeah that's how you know a shitty tacos, dude. Uh-huh. Look, he knows what tacos. No. They whitewash the tacos. <laughs> you gotta fucking eat them dirty. Oh, it really is, yeah. though. Like, yeah, the a... yeah, the red and white noodles. They leave a spork in it. <laughs> they used to leave a spork. No, no, no Mexicans just like, yeah, I need a spork right yeah. now. They try to create different types of salsa and yeah, guacamole. Like, yeah. You just give me the fucking taco. Yeah, I want to get barbecue, yeah. uh, barbecue Chipotle. People love that place, man. Every time I talk to one of my friends, they're like, yeah, I'm like, where are you going for uh for tacos? I'm like, yo, Dacaria is good. They're like, no, dude, Barrio. I'm like, Barrio, that shit sucks. Yeah. And then they're like, Barack, I'm like, that shit's expensive. Yeah. I'm Barack like, is expensive. What? Yeah. You I've been I've only been there one time. I thought it was good, but it was it was expensive. I do remember that. It was expensive. Never again. Yeah. Man. I can't go in there. I hooked up with a girl there, like I, I had a one night stand with a girl at a club and she's like, You're a she was Colombian. She's like, You're a player. And I was like, I'm not a player. How did she know? Uh, I don't know. But then uh, I hooked up with her, and then I didn't call her you back. You hooked up never called her? I didn't call her back. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that yeah, giveaway. That's I a forgot. bit of a yeah, dang giveaway. She cracked, her, she cracked your code. And then I saw her like a year later, and then she didn't forget. I was like, oh, no, because I know the I know a, a Hispanic woman scorn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Colombia, Puerto Rico, you don't get one of those girls, man. Them looks are just to die for. She them. just did a stare, and I walked up to her. I was like, hey, I'm sorry. You're very beautiful. I'm sorry I didn't call you back. And she's like, okay. And I was like, she's going to kill me. Yeah. She's going to she's gonna follow me home, and she's going to kill me. Because Not right I, away, though. It'll happen in like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly, your name Slowly. is going to get erased. Or... Yeah, I was like, I am scared because I did her dirty. Oh, <laughs> is that is that your favorite taco place? The uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Is that your one? I love tacaria. Like, I'm going to eat like a nasty taco, authentic. It's going to be from tacaria. Because yeah. there's a lot. Like, around here, there are... I, man, I could hit... I throw a rock and hit five Mexican places oh, in Lakewood. Yeah, for sure. They're oh, everywhere. Not all Cozumel is pretty good. Cozumel like is good. Cozumel, like that's another one. I would, that's a good I would date. I do yeah, like El Carcinero date. just because I've had some pretty wild tequila nights. There. El Carcinero, yeah. which one? Is it? Oh. Uh, it's on the uh, on Detroit down the corner, kind of right by the truck park. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you order and eat outside. You can't. The truck park you order and eat outside. No, the that place. You're El Carnicero about. is like almost like right next door to it. It looks like the wait right on El, the corner. Hold up, because you've always talked about El Carnicero, and I've had it from Uber. Oh, that's the expensive place on the oh, corner. Oh, it is. Right is it the place that? Yeah. Right next to take five. Food's food's oh, good. Okay. Food's good. I, I've always loved it because my wife and, the, and I have gone in there a couple times. I mean, maybe three or four times, and it's turned into like this nutty tequila night where we start trying a bunch of tequilas. Oh, but, you're trying I, to get cheap, uh, wasted if you go to Carnicera. Uh, Taqueria is right there on Madison across the street from like a uh, tofu or Indian spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right where Papa John should be. Yes. That one right there is the cheapest one. That one's authentic too. No shit, I've never been there. For sure, yeah. My yeah, there's too many and it's kind of hard to like when we think about authentic. Well, yeah, well, granted, I knew, I knew Barrio yeah. wasn't authentic. Yeah, Barrio, I'm like, yeah. People Barrio's like, authentic like Olive Garden's yeah, Italian. Yeah, like, dude, this is there is a port. There's a there's a Puerto Rican place on um, West 117th and um, Lorraine. Lorraine. Mofongo is good. Uh huh. Fongo. Yeah. If you're yeah. Trying to eat, like uh, Spanish cuisine, you want to go to Mofongo or yeah. that place, uh, Hibarito. Uh, over there, Rincon Criollo on 65th. I've never been in there. Never. I did order it for the first time. Cause I, cause I used to work right across the street. Right when, when they open, they opened up a little bit after, or I don't know, maybe before. But I always went to go get it, but I was too busy getting dope. drunk at the bar. Fuck. That's why the city's <laughs> awesome, man. There actually are some really good variety yeah. of food here. Yeah, have you ever There's had? Fo- have you ever had fungo? No, never. It's yeah, really you should try good. it. 
that's like a, it's like we love it's like pretty much like uh, uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say it white man's terms it's a it's a banana around <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a banana around the food <laughs> a banana around the food yeah it's like a hibarito it, oh yeah yeah, yeah that so, was definitely the white way to say it. yeah well <laughs> so a hibarito is like a plantain they, they like fry the plantain, plantain yeah. and then they make it into a sandwich I like oh. pork but i don't eat pork and i like that but it's good. Whatever, they got mind. good rice too. I'm just getting fucking hungry now. Yeah. You know what? Talking <laughs> about that place, one time I ate there and I gave a homeless guy, uh, a brand new homeless guy, and I met on 150th some Arabic dude, and I gave him the food that I ate. Like I was gonna take it home, I gave it to him. Gave him leftovers? Huh? Leftovers? No, 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 real, the real food. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've actually home and it. I've done that on accident. Like I've never intentionally. I'm never like, oh, I'm looking for a homeless person. I was like on like East Fourth or something, and some homeless dude was playing guitar. And he's like, "You got any money?" I was like, "I only got my card, but if you stay here another hour, I'm gonna get. I'm grabbing food. I'll just get you some fries or something, like anything." He's like, "Okay," and he was like, "Oh, I didn't think you were gonna do that." People just say that. I was like, "Ah, man, I'm sorry." I do. I've done that before too, but that's legit. I really never have any cash on me. And that's when I was broke too. I just like got got lucky. I was like, "I'm broke. If I'm broke, that dude's playing just get out of that." Honestly, if you walk, if like the guy's like, "Hey, do you have any money?" Just like, "I'm a comic." He'll yeah. probably give you money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they say, like, uh, the homeless at Panhandle make a lot of money. I never really Panhandled because I was too embarrassed, man. But they say you There's a, a Talking, like, on the side of the highway and, and like everything? The, and they've they had a couple... They've grand. actually, like, exposed some people doing that who yeah. are... You know, obviously, there's a lot of people out there that actually need that. But people that are, like, making, like, 100 bucks a day and then going back to their house. And like, crazy, they back see, it's well, easy, every right. time I see that, so, like, th- th- that's a, this is a rough... It's a rough conversation for I think some people to understand is that I have like been driving on the highway and I'll see a dude clock out. He'll dap up, clock out, another dude will walk away and then he'll take a spot and ask him like, Dad, I don't have any money, man. Yeah, but, like some people don't want to like that that is a real thing that happened. There's yeah. a homeless oh, guy yeah. that runs shit on West twenty fifth though. He's a tall dude and he runs the homeless dudes. But I said, You got me fucked up, I'm homeless what? in Cleveland. By the RTA station? No, twenty fifth in Clark. Oh, okay. By so Clark. I'm, okay. I'm, like, I'm like, you got me fucked up. I'm homeless, and I don't got nothing to live for. I'm not going to let no other homeless guy tell me what to do. Yeah. Are you talking, like, right by rallies? Uh, no, uh, right by uh, right by the highway. Come oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I was like, dude, like, if I'm homeless, ain't nobody going to be bullying me. Yeah. That's so why I try uh, to tell people that. Like, they, they've had, I, I've seen in some cities, they've actually had, like, in some of, like, the, the larger ones, like, maybe, like, a more, like, a bigger, more dominant person can actually just be, like, essentially just almost not really beg but take a percentage like yeah. take a piece of what everyone else is begging for almost like like a mafioso type thing yeah, you know, where sure how they were like like back in the day to go to all the restaurants and be like you pay nothing happens here and he was kind of doing and there's a that's happened a couple of times there's some cops if that's been a problem in some of the larger ones like in like san francisco yeah. where you know they're there but there's just so many you can't even police it yeah, you got me fucked up though. yeah is it is it weird is it well not weird but it's good that you're on this side helping people out, but is it is it is it weird watching other people like that are homeless that try to take power of other homeless people? Yeah, like how do you how do you like I bully them back? Yeah, I bully them back. Like uh, like sometimes I go out with other nonprofits and I'm like, man, I don't like that shit. So I talk to the dude. I know the guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he knows my sensei. So my sensei used to be um, he used to run the kitchen at Saint Augustine's. Okay. So my sensei already told me about him before I even started really going out there. Like, hey, watch this guy. 
he thinks he's really tough and he tried to he bullies the homeless so don't let him bully you because you're a short guy i'm like here we go with the short jokes right so yeah. i'm like okay i'm a short guy this guy is tall so when i met him i was already on stand guard so now he tries to like bully women anybody and i tell him like yo that's not what the fuck are you doing bro yeah like, that's not cool but now it took me like six months for me to actually know him by first name now now we're cool now when he sees me, he wants to shake my hand, but I give him the rock, you know, COVID's still big. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, uh, so now I just talk to him like regular, and I give him my story. I think he thought I was just a, a dude that has tattoos that was trying to make bread off homeless people, but I'm like, dude, I was one, I was you before. But yeah. the thing that pisses me off more about the homeless community than anything is more like when you keep on helping the same people over and over and over and over and over, and you don't see him wanting to progress. Then that's when it's a problem because you can be homeless, but you can progress. Over here in Ohio, there's so many resources. Yeah. And I'm telling you, hey, what you need, and I'm asking what you need, how can I help you do? How can we get you housing? How can we do this? How can we do the first steps? You want to get clean? You want to get detox? Let's go Let's go to Stella Maris. Let's go to Casa Anima. What you need? How can yeah. I help you? Uh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I've been fucking helping you for the last two years. So seeing the difference between people that are actually trying to better themselves and then people that try to take advantage of you. Yeah, that's what they do, and they take advantage of us majority of the time. Can I ask, in, in just in your experience, what is the... I'm sure that I know there's a lot of reasons, but are, are there some dominant factors that kind of make some... that, that can cause someone to end up on the street? Uh, yeah, like losing your job, the divorce... You know, drugs, drugs, drugs and mental illness is the number one. That would be my yeah. guess. That's yeah. the number one right now. Drugs and mental illness. Like, like there's a lot of people that we call high bottoms where like they're like from like fucking North Royalton have have the world. They get addicted to pills. Josh's. Yeah. They get addicted <laughs> to pills. They get addicted to weed and then the weed and it's the coke. Coke leads to uh, uh, whatever, like dope. But it's like, dude, your parents are two working hard ass class citizens you get hooked on some type of pill, you get hooked on some type of drug, and what, and then now you you lost everything to just be a regular home. Yeah. It's just that those like that piss me off. Independence is a big area where uh, it's like a really good school system, and but then it has a huge heroin. There's a, there's a couple of schools like that Thing. that have that that really it's it, it's just one of those things. Man, like you talk about like pills or yeah. like cocaine, alcohol. You know, like I mean, it, yeah. it, it it just it just varies. Like sometimes it grabs people and it doesn't let go. Like I know people that have casually done cocaine and never did it again. I know people that did it and that was it, man. That they're like, that is what I'm doing until I have nothing left. I mean, yeah. it 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 grabs people differently. And you can never really know. It's just it's just the way it is. I'm not saying I'm no angel, but before you know, I smoked a little herb. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not no angel. I want nobody to listen to this and be like, oh, this guy is like some type of. Uh, tree hugger i'm not but i i don't have a i don't have an addictive personality you know yeah so i think that's what makes me mad about some of the people like dude you have it all like i wish i was that kid in north Olmsted, north ridgefield north royalton that had that just a fucking father figure man like come yeah. on give me a give me a father figure that natural life, opportunity yeah. give me a father figure right now you put a guy in my life that can be like my father figure and i'm gonna make him proud like he was my dad yeah, you know, just because I, I, uh, like I'm thirsty for that male love, no homo, like you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? hey. Full circle, baby. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get the wrong idea. I have DMs. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm oh, so glad you remembered that. Oh, yeah, man. That's a knee slapper. You know what? You also use it appropriately, too, where you're like, because that was the whole thing that started was, you didn't have to say it there. We weren't going to take it gay. <laughs> Just in case, though. I don't want no listeners getting the wrong idea with me. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's just like you know, I just always always crave that father figure. Yeah. Know? So like, if I get somebody who's older, it's like I get a dude who's like sixty, right? He like believes in me, believes in my nonprofit, and it's like, hey man, I'm gonna put my, all my hard earned money into you. I'm gonna make that times two. I'm gonna yeah. show him that yo, you believed in me, and I'm gonna show you that that this is the right cause to believe in. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Not only are you getting uh, like you know a nonprofit on your back, you're getting a, a kid that's like that's gonna have your back no matter what. You know what I mean? It's gonna yeah. treat you like his son, like if I was your like you're my dad. Yeah, and a lot you of people know? take advantage of like you said you worked on stuff with your mom. I work stuff on my mom too because at like 18 and all that like those those rough years to where like you're like oh I fucking uh, there's that that girl's hot I don't know how to handle it. You know, I don't know how to talk to her. And then, like, your mom's like, you need to be back at this time. Like, no, I'm hanging out with my friends that actually yeah. suck. I just don't know it yet. Sure. And, but then I had a closing, like, a good, now I have the best relationship with my mom. I never would, like, when I was 18, I never would have thought how good of a relationship I had with my mom. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, you. yeah, we do. Like, yeah. They always say, like, mama boys are pretty cool. Like, I consider myself a mama's boy now, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I love my mom. You can do a rough yeah. patch. You know? I am, too. Yeah, I am, know? too. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid. Like, yeah. there's some girls be like, you're a mom's boy. I'm like, hell fucking yeah, I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. But I'm a gangster mama's boy at the same time. Like, you're not, if I'm arguing with my mom, nobody else is going to argue with her, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, me and my mom, have, but I just love her that much. And my grandma, I love her even more. But still, you know, just lacking that father figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like me being a father now. How the fuck am I going to be a dad? Well, I don't even know what a dad is. Yeah. So oh. that's what I really wanted. Like, that's what, like, me, like, like I told you, dancing, Britney Spears, Dance Dance Revolution. I, ne I, I never had nobody to show me, so I'm doing everything on this on this fly. Yeah. So You're finding out, new, you're, you're figuring out how to show love to your, your kids. That's it. And, and, and everything goes out the window at that point. That's you're just it, like, I just want to. I don't care who sees me listening to the Encanto soundtrack in my car. <laughs> I don't care who, who cares. I'm blasting Ariel from The Little Mermaid or yeah. Frozen. Like. I'm cool. Like you see me, you might man, that dude's a thug, or he's a little bit on the fruity side. But that, my kids are in the back seat, so it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. kids will do that. Yeah, for sure, man. Kids, kids will, kids will break down a hard. Girlfriends man. do that too. <laughs> oh, with Doja Cat. Yeah. Oh no, I got a. <laughs> you listen to a lot of Doja I Cat. I do like Doja Cat. <laughs> I knew it. I, knew I heard it. that one song like four years ago, or oh. she was like, it was like a hot dog or some shit. Man. It was some food. Her shit is just catchy. Like I'm not gonna lie, my daughter loves that song, Woman. And she listens to that over. We're like riding bikes, and she's like, "Woman, well, let me be your woman." I'm like, "I'm going to work," and I got that in my head. I'm like, "I gotta stay focused." These yeah. guys will straight roast uh -huh. me. It'll be a comedy show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, just be so well, chill. Man. Doja likes Doja likes white guys, so that's why I throw my white card. I'm like, oh, "Hello, good. Mrs. Cat." Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you turn super white when it could benefit you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're Sp you're Puerto Rican and white. Yeah, okay. I didn't learn I didn't learn Spanish as a kid. Uh, I asked I actually asked my parents why I didn't learn Spanish. I asked my mom, and then my my dad was like, he was like, well, if you had to learn uh, Spanish, you had to learn Polish too. My mom uh, speaks Spanish. So I'm like, dad, you know Polish? And he's like, nope. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I right, just talking. Yeah, yeah, okay. But but no, my mom didn't. Uh, she uh, she said when it was younger. Because uh, uh, see my abuelo and my abuela, they both speak Spanish. They're there. She's first generation, so she obviously she said she had a hard time 
because um, she could speak Spanish, and she pretty much learned English being in school. Okay. And she went to, like, a Catholic girl's school. I'm like, they, like my, my grandparents struggled. They were like, oh, we're in America. We need to take you to a Catholic school. And they, they struggled, and she struggled early on. She learned English pretty much in kindergarten or whatever grade it was in, like, the early 70s or whatever. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, so she didn't want us to deal with that. And also my dad's white, so... I think my dad didn't want a bunch of Puerto Rican kids shit talking them in another language. They do, <laughs> they do, bro. They do. Cause there's sometimes I'd be at the grocery store, they'd be talking crap about me. I'm like, hey, you know I speak Spanish. <laughs> Look at his hair. I'm like, what about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, it's always something, you know. Yeah, cause kids are doing, especially. Yeah. I had a, I went to Puerto Rico at, like when I was like nine or something or eight or nine, and when I went there, um, uh. I saw a bunch of like, like, like not immediate family, just like they're the family, but they're not really that related. You know, it's just, yeah, for sure. you know, that's Puerto Rican culture. Uh, but I went there and I was like a little kid and all the little girls were like two years older than me and they're all like speaking Spanish, whispering, looking at me. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, they were talking you were hot. Yeah, they liked me. And I was like, those are my cousins. Oh, no. <laughs> they put on a play and shit. They like, there's a Spanish soap opera, there's a Puerto Rican soap opera or it's, it's on Telemundo. I think it's Mexican. Yeah. And like, it's like a school girls and they all dressed up and everyone's just like looking at me laughing. And I'm just like, these are my cousins. What is going on here? Yeah, man. You gotta just be careful with any type of Spanish chicks, man. Yeah. Oh, I was eight. Little. I was like, those girls are weird. <laughs> sure. I miss Telemundo. Yeah. <laughs> you don't watch it? To, it's still on. I used to. I used to. Well, I don't have cable anymore, but I used to watch that uh, El Caliente, okay. the oh, dance show. The dance show. You used to watch that? Oh my god. Like just Home Alone, just like I'm putting on El Caliente. Home Alone with friends. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. The show was amazing. It's, it's like the most beautiful women that ever walked the planet, all just dancing. Yeah. There's nothing else happening. It's like the MTV's the grind, but like. You know, like Spanish, and it was a way yeah. better. <laughs> oh God, Can I ask so you good. guys a question? Yes. Yeah. How do you guys view homeless people sometimes when you pass them? Like, I know we touched on it earlier. We're like, yo, some people like, yo, get a job. Like, when you see a homeless person, what's the first thing that jumps well, in What head? I do, so I go on, I go to Hilarities on East 4th. You know, we talked about it before we yeah. recorded. But every time I step up there, there's usually a homeless guy, and I don't carry cash on me. Um, uh, I really don't carry cash on me. I immediately take it to the bank. Um, so when I do, I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I only got my card and they'll be like, Oh, come on. I was like, Hey man, I'm not, I'm really not like, I'm not trying to offend you. Like I want to help you out, but like, I'm usually in a rush, like going somewhere. So I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, if I have a dollar, I'll give a dollar or something. But I'm usually just like, Hey man, God bless. Cause I'm not that religious, but a lot of them, a lot of them, especially downtown, I don't know if they really are, but I know a lot of them say like, Hey, well, Hey, God bless you for being nice. And I'm like, Hey, have a good night. Be safe. Like I'm just treating them like a That's fucking good. person. That's good. That's dope, man. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get out of you, like how you treat them more. I see a lot of people not do that too. They'll be like, like especially downtown. They'll be, they do the hand thing, like get away from yeah. me. They're people. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't ever cash. If I do, I'll give cash. I've bought food before, uh, but I mean, straight up. Also, sometimes I'll like. I can also tell sometimes, like uh, you know, if um, it's more yeah. of a mental problem, sure. and. Honestly, I, I will. Sometimes I'll just try to avoid, especially if I'm with my wife. For sure. Because it's unpredictable and I don't know. Um, but no, I mean, it's never... I see a lot of people give, you know, and uh, I think, especially I think in the last couple of years, I think people may be more conscious of it. Because probably because more people, they, they know people have fallen on hard times. Maybe they're on hard times. Sure. Um, but no, I, I don't. I, it's never really been something that I'm, you know, avoided or blown away by or was like, get. I certainly never like get a job. Like, because I've always kind of, the, the reason I asked you that is because I've always kind of found it strange. Because, like, that's an easy thing to say, but kind of like what you said, who's going to hire you? Yeah. 
Like you can go yep. in there with the best intentions. I really need a job. I really you don't got this. clean clothes. You shower. But you're gonna have to interview. Yeah. Where are they gonna call you? They can, like it's 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 a it's not it's such a goofy thing to say because I, I understand. I guess the core of what you're trying to get at, but it's not that easy. And sure. when you're not in that world, maybe you view it a lot easier than it really really is. And you know, a lot of these, like, these little corner store owners, they like take advantage of the homeless persons, too. Mm-hmm. I know they'll be like, oh, I just give a homeless person $5, clean the whole store. The whole store ain't worth $5 cleaning, you know? Oh. I come across a lot of that, too. That I'm like, always talking, like, dude, like, because a dude's a crackhead, that doesn't mean he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have value still. He yeah. does crack. Well, so when you were when you were going through it, so so you, when you were, like, when you were fresh freshly on the streets, right? Um what was something i mean obviously you were going through like you know a bunch of emotions from like your life and then now you're homeless so like how was it like for you did things change with with how people treated you like what did you notice yeah man i was like a piece of shit bro yeah i was but you know connecticut is way more rich than ohio as well too so even in the hood in bridgeport even a a single house a single one bedroom was like a thousand dollars a month so they had money that's like having money they see me out there like, what the hell is this dude doing out here, you know? And I got some gang tattoos on me, too. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this dude's an ex, ex, ex-felon. You know, they don't know I don't have no fucking felonies. I'm an ex-felon. They're thinking I'm an ex-felon. They're thinking I'm this, I'm that. So, you know, a lot of people just looked at me like a fuck-up, yeah. you know? What well, would well, people, like, when you would, because you didn't, like, really ask for money. Yeah, I didn't panhandle or nothing. I would just, I would just live my life, dude. Yeah. Live, in, live in a Honda, try to get a job. I would go to like little corner stores. At the end of the homelessness, I got a job at Enterprise. They they believed in me, you know. And then uh, I would take a shower, you know. I was able to take a shower then, you know what I mean? Because it yeah. was in the bay. There was like a bay, a wash bay there. And uh, like four months after that, I came back home. Do you think Cleveland people are nicer to homeless people than um, like people in Connecticut? Or oh, for sure, for, if I was living in Connecticut, still, still be homeless. I'll still be homeless. I know it. If you didn't come back yeah. here. If I didn't come back here, I'll still be homeless. I would never have the opportunities I have that I have in Cleveland. You, you said you got a job at Enterprise? Yeah. How did that happen? I'm curious how that how that came about. Uh, there was a guy named Tyrell. He just seen me homeless in West Hartford. He was like, hey, man, you want to clean cars? I'm like, hell yeah. Let's go. And I was a freaking car uh, a guy to clean your car when you returned a, a rental car. No shit. I was cleaning it. And then I got a nice, nice clothes. Had the Honda. Parked the Honda in the parking lot. In the back, nobody knew. Tyrell did. And then I worked my way up. And then I moved to, like, West Hartford again in the car. And then four months later, my case was already ending. So I let the car, I abandoned the car. My mom got me a flight over here. And I wasn't homeless no more. You were It was like night and day, dude. I was homeless for a year, right? I was homeless overnight. And then I was living back with my mom. And it just felt like... Wow. But when I first got my mom out, she acting all weird, cleaning everything with bleach and shit. Like, yeah. some, like if I had AIDS, I'm like, I was just homeless. I ain't fuck nobody. Yeah. I ain't, no, yeah. I ain't do nothing that. So she was just weirded out, you know, just dirty. Yeah. You know, just dirty. So everything I would touch would be clean with bleach. Yeah. That's how we clean now in Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's a crazy st- that you just brought look up. Look, he's gonna tell you about his grandma. Look, no, look, no, not grandma. grandma. Story. We're no, trying, we're trying like, to defend your grandma. She's like, like, you got AIDS or something? You're like, I wasn't fucking anybody. Yeah. Like, homeless people aren't having orgies. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you know, it, it's legit though, because there is homeless people fucking ho- prostitutes, you know what I mean? So, that's, you know, you're like, what am I to live for? You know, you guys, there's a, there's another homeless chick, you're homeless, you need that comfortability, you get together, you know. Yeah. There's people that are homeless that are gay, they're not even gay in real life, they're just gay because they're homeless and they fall in love with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's, it's like pr- it's, it's like prison it's, gay. It's, yeah, prison gay, yeah. What well, uh you said his name was Tyrell? Yeah. You stay in contact with him? No, I don't I don't I don't talk to him no more. I don't talk to 
anybody that was a uh they were in Connecticut, they were good in my life, whether good or bad. I just cut all ties. Connecticut in general, just A60 area just code. Just kind of the same thing yeah, we were talking PTSD, about. Just anything yeah. related to that is just too. You had to move on. Yeah, I talk, I talk, I tell people, hey, I want to go back to Connecticut. And then my friend's like, yo, if you go back to Connecticut, all that PTSD you talk about, yeah. it's going to hit you the hardest. That's true. Because you're actually going to see. And I'm like, yeah, I probably can't handle That's that. That's a whole mental battle. I can't, probably can't. That's probably the will be like the worst thing for me. I don't think I like you know I'm cool now and stuff like that. But like, there's little things that trigger me. Like you know my mother and her boyfriend used to argue a lot growing up. So when I see them argue now, I get to a little kid. I get scared and I'm like, oh don't say nothing crazy. I might have to whoop you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. little things like that. And I thought counseling would help me out, but you know just talking to somebody ain't really. You, you think know. that you think, do you think that's something that's gonna go away with time? With the PTSD? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, man. I think, I mean, it's not nothing where I'm afraid of, like, yo, like that. But I think it's something that makes me work harder. You know, I think without that, I don't, I don't, I think I'm just like, hey, man, like your friend Josh. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, but with that PTSD, <laughs> a little think, different. That's yeah. actually, no, but that's actually how he sounded. <laughs> but with that PTSD, it keeps me really, really, really. really yeah, and not in like an, a negative way. Yeah, you know I mean, like he, well, like you just said, it kind of just drives you a little bit. And I only ask just because I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know kind of like what that actually feels like when you're when you're kind of having one of those if you want to call it an attack or a, just kind of like a, a throwback to that if that's something you think as as it has it kind of regressed a little bit over time do you think it will and you know maybe no. it won't and maybe it's not even a bad thing that it won't because like you said it's kind of driving you dude every time i get like a little attack i just it's like i be quiet like i'm real quiet when that happens like it's like you know i'm out here giggling and stuff like that but when i'm like in really serious thought is when i'm really like in a place where i'm like how what's what the fuck's going on i kind of get out what i'm doing right here and i'm just like real focused like damn i was fucking homeless and there's so much suppressed feelings from me being homeless that i forgot about that sometimes i talk about something like damn i forgot like fucking yeah. eating that burger king i forgot until bullshitting with you guys yeah like i'm like oh shit i did eat at the trash burger king oh shit that 17 year old kid you know it just yeah it just comes out like you just talk about it and you just, shit that i forget like there's so much stuff i've forgotten like it's like damn like it's crazy and that like, slowly comes back and you're like oh i forgot and then you need to re kind of evaluate you're like okay then you need to like yeah accept it in your head because you will for yeah like you do forget like not i'm not saying you i'm saying like in general like yeah. like i like i i'll forget like we all forget stuff and then you remember it you're like oh man i went through that yeah and, I mean, I and yours might in. be more extreme almost totally. like a an involuntary purposeful you know, selective memory. Yeah, man, it, it sucks, man. Yeah, it, does, it sucks. I'm like, I don't have PTSD like somebody that went to war. You know, that's like really bad. But I just have like just little things trigger me. I'm like, like, like I said, can't eat Wendy's. I that's can't, that's I so can't PTSD eat, though. I can't eat fucking mac and cheese because my ex-wife cooked it all the time. So like eating mac and cheese now, I just started eating it, like just to forget about it because my friends like, yo, you're letting her control. It. She's having too yeah. much control over you, and I didn't know that that was a form of control when you're with somebody and they do something all the time and you break up and you don't want to give some you give something up that you guys had together but as a former like she was controlling me they're saying oh she's controlling you she's controlling your emotions like when i see my kids like it's like what you want yeah you know so it's like i think the varies you know like i mean like for me it's, it's a much more minor version of it but like if i've ever had something and then i got sick 
I'll never have that thing again. Yeah. And not because it was even the cause of it. It's the last thing I had before I got sick. Uh, and I and, and I remember that, and I associate it with that sickness. Yeah. Yeah. Same so thing, it's yeah. it's a very yeah. weird, but it's, it's some people just kind of impact. It's still, it's still PTSD. Yeah. You know, like yours. Oh, for yours is mine's not. That's like a that's like a thing. <laughs> Me to having where... too many Irish car bombs one night is not. <laughs> no, it's I bad choices. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's bad choices. <laughs> no, that's what my little sister said. I don't have self control. She was like, "Oh my god, I got PTSD." It's like, why? Well, I was like, "I'm never drinking Jaeger again." Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah we're throwing that around too. Yeah, too too, too willy nilly. No, no but like. No, but, like, that is, like... Yours is. Again, like, there's a whole mental illness thing that is, like, again, like, like, generations ago, they were, they completely ignored it, right? Like, if you, oh, you didn't want to go to war, you're a pussy, right? Or, like, you know, like, little stuff like that. But now, like, I think, like, in society, there's more stuff, like, people are more open to, like, like, tell their buddy, yo, like, hey, I'm kind of depressed. And you you can open up about that. To jump off topic, you were going to say something before we got on the air, I know you probably forgot about it. I remember it a little bit. It involved Burger King. Ah. So I had, so my girlfriend now, we Sorry. broke. No. Okay. No, you're cool. So we, we broke up for like a week and I, uh, I wasn't like, I'm, I do stand up. I'm pretty broke. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty broke, but I, I, I'm saving money now and like, it's good. I'm paying stuff off. Uh, I moved back home. I was going to move back home with my parents. Uh, me and my girlfriend kind of had like, we didn't agree on like the the present and the future so i was like i think it's best if i move out and i asked my parents if i can move out they really didn't want me to so like you're not coming here so i felt like i had nowhere to go so uh i remember i was in the steel yard in the burger king in the burger king uh uh in the steel yard if you tell me you washed your balls no i did not i'm about to lose it i did not wash my balls no he doesn't here but i got (laughs) i got pretty depressed i felt like no one was with me so like I like got pretty like uh, I got pretty like those those suicidal thoughts kicked in. Oh, for sure. And uh and I was like, man, like what if I didn't you know you like I was like, man, I'm gonna plan it out and I'm being all serious and I was like, man, but I need to eat so and I was like Burger King. I was like and I started laughing, I was like, Man, I'm not gonna kill myself. You know why? Because if my last meal is Burger King <laughs> <laughs> That is horrible. That's the worst last meal. Uh-huh. And then I and then me and my girlfriend and I ended up going, staying over at my sister's because my family I don't think they really wanted me to break up with her because they really liked her. And uh, so they were kind of arguing in it. So I went over to my sister's because she's got a kid. So, I, you know, like you don't want to like kind of what you said. It's not the same yeah. scenario, but I don't want to bother anybody because I didn't want to be a burden. I didn't want to be a victim yeah, or anything. Sure. Uh, so I didn't really go to anyone. My sister called me. She said, just come over here, spend the night, figure it out. And then I ended up talking to my parents because the conversation with my parents wasn't good. And I used, I've been having like really good conversations with them. Uh, so I was just like, man, fuck everything. And then I ended up staying at my parents, and I got back with my girlfriend, and I told her, I was like, yeah, babe, I'm not going to lie, I went homeless for a day. And she's like, don't brag about it. <laughs> you didn't go homeless, you had so many people. I was like, yeah, that's true. That's, that's what I was bringing up. But, but that's you, dope that you have people, though. You see, like, imagine If I didn't have people? That, imagine going to that experience with no family. Oh. You're fucking homeless 1,000. Yeah. yeah and, and and that's, see, a moment no I No family within hundreds of miles. Hey, real yeah. quick. I got a P number two. <laughs> Hey, hold on, no, up. like a part two P. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> I gotta drop a deuce. All right, because right. if you were like, I gotta go number two, I'm like, you gotta hold it. I'm not gonna drop a deuce. Do your thing. Fuck that.
that bus. It said like fun bus on the back. Yeah. And then when I was listening to you guys, I thought he was the one that was gonna fuss up and tell him like, hey, you asshole, you fucking around with my kid. But then he's like, I do MMA. I'm like, maybe that's like a little start off and so not calling my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I have. That's I, so funny. He's like, so you the one that does the funny bus? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the first thing I asked. Uh, hey, and I'm like, no, Brian did I remember. I remember that. And then because because you, you were just like, what? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that guy didn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this, I'm like, I like. Like that, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had to get into daddy. I remember it was right on the corner. It was right on the corner. You passed that public. Oh my god, it's right by that former public bathhouse in the 1800s. I can't believe. Which is ironic. I can't believe he saw you doing the funny bus and you said something to his daughter. Yeah, because yeah. she has a, a, a fucking uh, unicorn helmet. That's it's, the kind of thing Brian would say. I was just on. like, look a little, because I was like, look a little unicorn. Yeah, I'm like. And be like, that's my daughter. I was like, I get so defensive. Not nothing towards you. I was just like. Yeah. That's just a. I was like, like that's my daughter. It's a natural and Brian looks at the driver. He's like, go, go, yeah, go, yeah. go. Yeah, think, but that thing was so fast. Like, boom, that thing was packed, though. Yeah. Well, the I, things are popular, man. The, honestly, I, and I was telling you before, everyone, before Brian got here, man, the, that thing is. So much fun. My in-laws are coming on Wednesday. We're going to take them on the funny bus because we're like, we got things something to do. Oh, you got to do that. that. You got to do that online or something like that? Yeah. Well, What I, do you do? Like just comedy and shit? Yeah, I just do comedy and then the bus and then this. No, but like what you do on the bus. Oh, yeah, I do stand up. Well, oh, that's why. I, well, yeah, I mean, well, not stand up. Okay. Like, so like stand up, I have a, they're different entities. So like on a stage. Work. I do crowd work. That's why I do. It's hit or miss sometimes. It's usually uh, hit. But usually when there's parents with kids i do have like a line i do say oh. like i'll see like parents with their kids and i'll be like hey sorry this is the fu- sorry we're on the funny bus we're drinking i'm not gonna curse because you have kids i'm not doing none of that shit and then i just keep driving and parents go oh, 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 that guy's silly. oh you're the driver too no no i'm not the driver no, I'm you're just, standing up when I you're just, talking shit yeah yeah, yeah okay <laughs> all right okay <laughs> he's like, he's like, you were standing up when you were I'm talking like, he was like, i'm like like I was with one of my friends. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Sorry, I'm glad you could tell your daughter. Be like, hey, remember that yeah, annoying remember guy that in the guy? bus? He's actually like, not bad. Oh yeah, Dad, I remember. Unicorn guy, yeah, that unicorn. annoying guy you wanted to beat I up. I met him. <laughs> Are we recording live now? Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. As soon as we started talking about this, I'm like, why am I not fucking recording? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, when he was explaining it, I, jo- I was like, Joe, are you recording? You're like, no. And then you started, like, panicking. Well, so when he came in, he was like, he, he asked me about that. I was like, no, it's Brian. He'll be here in a second. I was going to tell him off the rip, hey, man, that was my daughter. And then I waited. I'm like, oh, it was you. So I'm like, let me just yeah. be cool. I'm like, he's pretty but cool. Thought, he's cool, man. I thought, he, I thought he just saw you. I didn't know that you engaged him. And then, you know. Yeah, the first yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, hey, this all could have gone differently if I didn't pull up with the same exact flavor body armor. <laughs> Because <laughs> immediately I came down, I looked like I was about to say it. You're like, oh, okay, and you, uh, and then you're probably like, nope, this guy's cool. That's yeah, really, funny. Dope, man. That's yeah, I'm really happy. funny. I was so That's nervous so coming on here. I'm like, man, what? I, how am I gonna incorporate all this and like? You'd be surprised like, what we can it's actually. So dope, man. Well, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the I'm glad that you're enjoying. The, the, That's the, the best combo we yeah. have is that we're interviewing you. Ask me what you're doing at the same time. We will fade in and out to just other shit that comes yeah, up. Yeah, it's just fun. And, and that's we're why making you know, we, new friends. Yeah, we yeah, want to be sure. a conversation. This is, this is definitely dope. I make friends at a bunch of different places, including this. This is Joe's. I don't you're, really You're, you're in his top five right now of friendships. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, he's sure. married. Yeah. We're probably, we're probably yeah, gonna... no, he's married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's dead, man. No. Doesn't mean I'm alive. No, part of him is. You want to know what's funny, right? So I take a pee the first time your wife's clean dishes. She looks at me, give me the weird wife. <laughs> right and she's yeah, she, she, she that, right so then she looks at me like she's like hey what's going on I'm like hey what's going on so I go up there again hit me with the same thing 
I'm like, you're still washing damn dishes? She hit me with a no, no, no. We have a dishwasher. <laughs> then why are you washing the same dish since I've been downstairs? Look, you hear the water? Look. She just turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have the shyest, but I'm like, this lady is making me take extra long to take a piss. Yeah, yeah. And then the, I was like, you're oh my God. See, right now, she's just upstairs like, am I an inefficient dishwasher? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I knew she wanted to hear what I was going to say. She's like, you know, like, oh, this might get your No, right now, so, like, so it's Monday, and our in-laws, her, her parents come on Wednesday. So right now, she's just panicked. Oh, okay. She was just trying to get everything ready. Like, I was just out doing... Just like weeding, I was weeding the driveway. I was cleaning the garage. I was cleaning the basement. Where's it coming from? Uh, Florida. Oh yeah, so they probably got a nice lawn and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. They live in a nice little community, and it's. <laughs> he started just, laughing. Yeah, nice their lawns killed our shit over here. Like Florida is just super. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, uh, and they yeah. have like like wind, like like uh, like storms and everything. Like uh, like tsunami. I don't know if they have tsunamis. In Florida. They're more inland, so they don't really get hit with it. Okay, but cool. Florida, yeah, definitely. They have like hurricanes and everything. Oh yeah, do. and then they still have nice lawns. <laughs> they still have nice lawns. Dude. It is weird. They do have nice. That's lawns. That's all I was laughing at. You're like nice lawns, and I just immediately yeah. thought of like a hurricane. Yeah, sure, <laughs> How you can keep a nice lawn after a hurricane? A lot of water yeah. <laughs> from the hurricane. Hey, were you drinking beer? Yeah, you want one? Oh no, no, no. I just, I was like, dude, I didn't see you drinking beer. I'm like, is he a recovering? Are you in recovery? No, nah, I usually, well, see, I usually drink, but again, it's a part of like, I'm like paying stuff off and everything. Like, I was gonna drink, but I was like, no, I'm not. I wasn't even gonna drink last week, but I didn't bring any. If I don't bring any, well, that beer's like, already water, paid for. You can have some. Well, that's yeah, what, but, that's why that was kind of weird. That he said that. I'm like, it's a whole freaking free. Well, I know, but I'm saying like the mentality of like, I have a show. I'm like doing like a mic after this, so if I drink now. I'm gonna be like, man. That door I, I'm gonna opens. have like one. Or, I'm gonna have like one or two <laughs> oh, more drinks there. Uh, it's just a place in Trima. It's just like an open mic thing. I agreed to it, and then I didn't do it last week. I was like, just put me on next week, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Open I, mic where? Cloak and Dagger. Uh, uh, no, no, we actually did run a show there. Uh, I did a secret society show there. It's uh, there's this little imposters place. They're like, they're like more um uh like uh, improv i don't really do i do improv but i don't do it like i'm not in a group i, I do it on stage because i like like to riff oh you gotta have your covid 19 all that like they're really strict right i think i've been there before they're no, not as much around not anymore not around here there's one place tiktok tavern there's like i don't really go to too many open mics anymore but TikTok tavern it's down uh it's on like on your way in clifton and like 117th yeah, across like on, on your way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Across from the twist. They, I actually, there was an open mic at Twist, too. Because we all look at each other like, yeah. you know Have we all seen each other there? <laughs> we never went together. Like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's funny. I just, there was an open mic there, and it was They ridiculous. do that Sundays. Is it Sundays they have shows? I think it's like it? a monthly thing. I would yeah. do it. I hosted it the one time. I didn't know how much the gays loved me so much. Like I, I, I was making I was making all the gay guys that dog laugh. Is super spoiled. You see, I'm trying to get it. Was it. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's putting a blanket on Roscoe. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's earned it. He he's put in a he's put in over a decade. He's so just been it. your dog before your wife or doing your wife. Oh, uh, we got him together. Also, he's as long as you guys been married. Like yeah, a relationship. But yeah, child. we've had him. Uh, Chris and I've been together 15 years. Uh, we've had him 11. That's dope. Man. And you know what? You said earlier that Ros, because Roscoe's got like uh, white fur, but underneath it, he's got like black skin. Honestly, Joe, you and you and Carissa got a black baby. Well, a mixed baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never think. 
And I don't like to brag because then I feel like one of those celebrities that just went to Africa and bought one. Yeah. We bought him. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Which one of you guys were the one of your uh, persons that you interviewed saw you and they didn't recognize you? That was, that was him. No, that was you. <laughs> this is, yeah, I know. Isn't it funny? <laughs> it, it happened twice in a month. For real? Two different people. He was like, in a your month. girl had to tell you, didn't he? Didn't you have that? Oh my god. So, like, first yeah. we went to. Now, to be, so, the, the first one we were at one of his. Oh, it was terrible. It was so. My wife. When he walked, when when the first, it was Bill. I don't give a shit. It was Bill Squire. So like, <laughs> when uh, we we were at a comet, we were at one of Brian's shows, and Brian, Brian and Bill Squire performed. And um, afterwards, Bill came over. He goes, "Hey, I'm Bill," and shook everyone's hand. They looked at me. He goes, "Bill," I'm like, "Joe." And then he walks away. And my wife's like, "Wasn't he on your podcast for like two hours?" I'm like. Yeah, apparently I'm super forgetful. <laughs> I didn't say anything to Bill. I get a text two uh, two hours later. He goes, "Hey, was Joe from the podcast?" And I was like, "Yep." And he was like, "Oh, I fucked up." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's embarrassing. Can you imagine that? I'll be so pissed. But like, hey, you never invited to my show again. Yeah. It wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as bad if it didn't happen with another past guest like two weeks earlier. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just like, but you know, like 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 for Bill. Bill's on the radio. Bill does shows. Bill. Gets interviewed all the time. He talks. I can completely understand that. He's never gonna do it again. What's that? He's never gonna forget you I'm again. I'm gonna his fucking face next time I see him. Yeah. I'm like, you remember me now, you motherfucker? <laughs> I'm gonna push him. <laughs> hey, do you have like anything you wanted to ask me, like that you were too afraid to ask? Not saying that you're scared. No, no, no. I, I did have a couple of things I did want to ask because you, you actually alluded to something, and it's it, it kind of goes back to when we were talking about Connecticut versus Ohio. Now it's like state versus state because you were talking about like uh, like Narcan and things like that and not actually providing needles. Because um, I know that is a place that they're becoming – and honestly, I don't agree with this, to be perfectly honest. I, I don't agree with these like kind of shoot-up free zones. Crazy. I yeah. don't – I just – I don't – I don't see what the I, – I understand what they're trying to do, but I understand how it helps. You know, they're like, well, we're trying to reduce ODs with people that know what they're doing. And it's like, I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while. Also, how does this deter anything? I, I don't know. I, I want to know your thoughts on, on something like that because I'm sure you've seen a lot more than I have. I'm just reading articles and looking at stats, which are probably not even real. But I'm curious what your thought is on something like that. I know that some other nonprofits, they, uh, they're they trying to get that biohazard, that little square, which is biohazard, so when they get high, they can put them in there. Yeah. yeah they're trying to like uh, reduce heroin, uh, not heroin, AIDS and stuff like that. But that's what I was saying earlier. I never want to supply none of that because I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be like, yo, the Hood Squad 216 bought me a whole bunch of diabetic needles. Yeah, like, no, yeah. exactly. That's not me, you know. So I try to instill that into some of my homies and other. I'm like, dude, don't do that. Yeah. Or don't do that or don't do that because then we are responsible. Like what happens, you know, like on 25th, for example, there's needles everywhere, bro. Yeah. And there's kids around that same area that can just easily walk on needles. You yeah. Know? They don't care to get high. Just throw it on the side. And then later on, they'll use that same dirty needle, you know? So I, I just, I'm a real, like, stickler on drugs. Like, I don't do drugs now. I don't smoke weed. I drink beer occasionally. But I don't, I'm, like, so against drugs because I know how much they can affect, you know? And I don't know if I told you, my aunt used to be homeless, too, here in Ohio. And when I was 17, on West 50, West 50 from Lorraine, I seen her tricking. So my aunt now is 50. So that's just been an everlasting impression that I always talk to her about that. Like, you know, why did you do that? You know, because we were talking about homeless and drugs and she was a big time heroin addict. She was like that she was so strung out on heroin that that was how she was getting money. 
You know, I see how much that wow. affects my grandma and shit, and how much she was homeless. But she was homeless for other reasons, and I was homeless. She was homeless because nobody in the family wanted to fuck with her. Yeah, she was in fucking trap houses. She was doing heroin. She was a fuck up, right? But now that same man I'm talking about is like so dope. She helped me take care of my kids. Everything. You know, it's it's fun when you think about kind of like the, the the dire situation that you were in, then throw a crippling addiction on top of that. Oh man! I mean, I can't imagine. Myself. Again, it's it's it, it goes back to that hole where someone's like, "Get a job, get yourself together." I, well, obviously, that that's someone who's never had something that that was a a, a disease. I mean, sure. let's be real; it is. You know, someone might choose to do that. You know, initially, but. Once again, once it gets you, it gets you. Sure. That's not like you know, you know, giving up carbs for a couple weeks. You know, that's that is a, a hopeless, hopeless addiction. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, it's just so difficult to, to, to really think about that. And when I asked you to think about like the needles, the reason I asked you that is because, again, when everyone wants to solve problems like that, everyone has all these ideas, but I. At least to me, it kind of feels like they're never actually talking to like frontline people that actually probably have a better idea about what the actual story is. And that I'm, and, and that's not a, a political statement. That's a universal American statement. You know, I I, I think a lot of them are, are at the root trying to do good, but they're also being made, but you know, by people who are not involved or been involved or have any idea about it at all. That's true, man. Like, I'm just so grateful I just smoked weed. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I was a super pothead, you know, and I never really wanted to try coke because my friend, when I was growing up, tried coke and it was like a fucking light bulb. It killed him. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody grabbed the light bulb, chopped it up, Damn. sold him coke, he snorted, psh, dead. Also, you, oh, yeah. you, you brought up something interesting, how like there was a, a homelessness in your family. Do you think that like mentally that had anything to do with when you were homeless in another state? You're like... You're like, I don't want them not thinking that it's like the same thing, but like if like you said your 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 aunt, grandma or your yeah. but your grandma was dealing with it, like she yeah, didn't deal with it well. Yeah. So you didn't want any of them to like kinda see you like Yeah, dude, I had this shit in our house when I was like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, my aunt was on drugs heavy. I had a cup that we called the safety cup because I didn't want nothing that she touched because she had fucking sores and shit in her mouth. Yeah. yeah. She that's from smoking a crack pipe and burning your lip, you know? So I didn't want none of that. So by me seeing my aunt be homeless and shit like that, and then I become homeless, I didn't want to do heroin. I didn't want to do no drugs. You know, I had a, I had opportunities to do drugs, but I didn't did them. I didn't want none of that. Yeah. Cause I see how much it, it took my aunt. She lost her kids from it. And um, just recently, like maybe like six months ago, me and my aunt talked about our homeless situation together, and she was like, "I'm just so proud of you." You know, just for her saying that shit. That's nice. It means a lot, you know, because I seen my aunt get high. I seen her be a prostitute. I seen her do this. And, you know, those are things that I never thought, like, damn, uh, me helping the homeless? I, that, this could be my aunt any day. Yeah. My aunt's in a recovery. She's in NA. So, she, you know, she don't do drugs. She don't do heroin. Yeah. So, she's like my model. She's like one of my role models. I don't have an uncle. So she was like my uncle growing up. She you helped like, motivate her a little bit, yeah. it seems like, when you came back. And now you have a different type of relationship. Well, my aunt, hell yeah. And she loves my kid. Like, my kids, all my kids love my aunt. Like, she took my, my oldest daughter to school. Like, and that got her into being away from an ex-addict. Because, you know, when you be homeless, you become an ex-addict. You're an N.A. Yep. Now it actually taught her how to be family-oriented. Sure. So now she's taking my kid to school. 
that's something she never did. Picking up my kid from school, listening to the freaking Frozen soundtrack, things like that. Now mm-hmm. she's actually doing that for my kids. And that made my aunt be a better aunt to my other cousin's kids. And now she's like one of my favorite person in the world. You yeah. know what I mean? Like me, you know, I disrespected her so much growing up that me and this adult now, I go back and I look at her. We don't talk about it, but that shit just hurts my heart. You know, my aunt's been beat up by men. Every boyfriend she had whooped her. You know, when I was growing up, Not now nobody will touch her because, you know, I defend my aunt. You know what yeah. I mean? But it just, all the experience my mother and my aunt went through with men, that's why I never had a role model. Every every role model I had or any any figure was always a fuck-up. So I always looked at Jordan. You know, Jordan growing up or a rapper or yeah. wanting to have the most money or having the most girls or wanting to be a gang leader. You know what I mean? So now today, I'm like so grateful that I went through all that because... It made me a great CEO. Like I can relate to somebody who's homeless. I can relate to somebody who's a prostitute, ex-gangbanger, or even a felon. Because everybody's a felon, right? We're, we just never got caught. Yeah. Right? Oh, you did, yeah. You did shit. You could have got caught. You could have got a prison. He did mm-hmm. shit. Everybody's a felon. We just never got caught. That's the thing. Yeah. Any, anytime someone's like, oh, like, like, uh, like uh, especially like when someone gets like hurt or killed on the news, like, oh, he's a criminal. I was like... No. I've seen you skip a red light before. <laughs> yeah, You're a criminal. You, yeah, you could. You broke the law. Yeah, also, sure, like sit sure. back and really think about this. Everyone I know is a felon that got away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Do you That's look so at it? Not like, a joke. You were like, oh yeah. I mean, funny because we got away with it. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we've all. I've had everyone. Shit, my law. dad. I remember after something that I got in trouble for. I remember he said this to me because I was so surprised. He was so calm. Because I think he was a little shocked, too. Yeah. And he was just like, you know what you did to felony, right? And I'm like, I, I, I do now, yeah. I, that, that <laughs> yeah was, that's crazy. That Every was, single so person who's ever lived has broken a law, even yes. if the laws have changed. They've all broken. 100%, we've all broken a law, and a larger number than we want to admit has committed a felony. But to your point, which is a great point, you just weren't caught. Yeah, we just yeah. weren't caught. Like the police, like you ever uh, were driving in Lakewood and the motherfuckers put on the hazards, or, and they eat the red light, and then they turn them off. They're breaking like, the law. You guys just committed a crime. Like, but if I did that shit, I'm getting a ticket. You, got, yeah. you know, so I'm just like, all the time, uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. Wee, wee, wee. They pass the red light, and then they turn them off. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man. that's so funny in Lakewood. That's like you hit like 9 p.m. Second it gets dark, <laughs> yeah. they're like, fuck this red light. They're like, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. I don't even anywhere to be. I just don't want to sit here anymore. Yeah. It's like it's in the movie Superbad. Have you seen Superbad? Uh, no, I, I seen Superbad once in a while, but I was like a Pineapple Express addict. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, like a... I don't like, even smoke weed. Like, I, I love was like pineapple a Pineapple Express. Express addict. Like, I love that movie. Uh, you know, things that, that get me happy that makes me think about not homeless, white chicks. White Love chicks that is, movie. That's a, a people. Some I, anytime someone doesn't like oh, I that movie, you, I don't trust them. Oh, you're not talking about chicks. I, you meant, <laughs> I just thought you meant white women in general. Yeah, <laughs> like, my yeah white girls. But I'm like, oh, he yeah. means that reverse blackface Wayans brother. Yeah, thing. oh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the the best scene is the da- like when the they first up? start dancing. Yeah, it's when he's so on the X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, you gotta watch that movie. You never watched it. Oh, I've seen oh, it. Seen it okay. It's just so good. I, I literally, I, just, I was like, I was like eight seconds behind the rest of you. And he's like, you're yeah. like, you know what? That really makes me think about not being homeless. Just white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
Don't cancel me. Whoever's the yeah. season's got to make sure. Oh, no, white people. It's okay. You can't get canceled for that. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. just nodding along like, yeah, yeah white yeah, people yeah, does yeah. make you feel not homeless. They're going to listen yeah. to this. They're going to be like, man, this dude. You know? Nah, no, but. you know what's messed up? Uh, you could. I don't think you can get canceled because if someone tried to cancel you, they like, yeah, get rid of his business. You're like you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm a nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'd have to be. You'd have to do something very bad. I would have yeah. to be fucked up out here, dude. And I and I, I'm so chill, man. Like yeah. I think having girls, like you know, daughters, is like chill me out so much. It changed, like oh you, yeah. man, yeah, hell yeah. Because look, like now I got to worry about. A few vaginas versus a million penises. So now I'm like, damn, it's, it's funny, yeah. right? So my daughters, I gotta worry about all these guys trying to hit on her. So I always give them the game. You know what I mean? Like this is what guys are gonna tell you. Da da da. da. So that's what I'm, you know. So they know. Yeah, man. So they're smarter. So they play, and the dudes are like, oh my god. Yeah. So I try to, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna like a guy or whatever, but you know, just know if you like a guy, make sure guy is worth it. You know. Yeah. I always tell them never fall in love with a guy like me because the person I am today is not the person who I was when I was 17. Yeah. Or 18, or even 15 or 14. So like, fall in love with somebody that you like. And you, and you and there's a chance you could have still been that guy if you didn't have your oh, daughter. Hell yeah. My like, but I man, my buddy has a has a a. a, a daughter that is about to go to college and it was really really funny because she has this boyfriend and she's talked because i've known her for her whole life and we're both kind of sitting there and we'd both had a couple beers so everything kind of got a little bit more truthful and she had this boyfriend she's on her way to college she's like what do i do like i mean i just i love him so much but we're going away to different schools and he and i like me and my buddy who's his daughter were just like, break up with him. You're not in love. It's just your first boyfriend. This is so stupid. We all had girlfriends before college too. And we broke up with him. It's stupid. Yeah, hey. But I mean, you almost name. have to have like those discussions just like, like I, because they're going to have that first, I remember my first girlfriend, and like my first like girlfriend I stayed with and I was just like, and we broke up and I was like, everything's terrible yeah. and then i realized there's like like four billion other ones out there and it really ain't all that bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's a yeah it, it's such a weird i really hope i don't ever have to deal with that no. <laughs> yeah. i really hope but good luck yeah. uh, <laughs> next, really next time someone that's not season where she's like hits puberty she's wearing a unicorn hat some boys about unicorn hat she's gonna unicorn kick her in the ball unicorn like, i hate you dad I really hope you do see your daughter and you're like, hey, remember that Remember that guy on that bus where I got mad? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, I met him. He's actually yeah, a nice guy. because yeah, she had fucking the elbow pads, knee pads. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and that's the one you targeted. Making me feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but, nah, it's cool, man. I, I I appreciate you, man. That was, that was, that took me, like, out of daddy mode for a little bit when I was there. But then it was like, man, it just shows you, like, you know, I still love you. I tell her all the time, you know. Yeah. She's in that age where it's like, dad. You know, one of those stages. Mm -hmm. She's cool, though. I didn't tell you a funny, funny bus story. There was this, there was this homeless dude on the street. He had a cardboard box, and I did break the law, opening up breaking the law. It's nothing bad. Uh, it's funny, but like, uh, so we're on the bus. You could drink on the bus, bring your own beers. And this guy, he pulled up this sign, and he was like, "Homeless for booze." So I was like, dude, I got an extra beer. <laughs> and I gave it to him. And I was like, this could have been a horrible thing. But he was like smiling. We high-fived. <laughs> no, that's cool. See, that's like like some homeless guys just live for that shit. You know yeah. I mean? like, Appreciate the honesty. Yeah. You yeah. got to keep it real, man. Some guys are going to buy drugs. Some guys are going to try to better themselves. But that's a dope story, yeah. man. Well, it, it, it's an honest thing, too, of like 
So, like, uh, the argument I heard when I was younger was that if you're homeless, you shouldn't be drinking or smoking weed. Like, you shouldn't be doing that because your priorities are not to be homeless. And the older I grew up, like, I'm, 20, I'm 27, right? And I like to drink. Like, I don't like to get fucked up, but I like to have a beer. And that's a human being. And I want that dude to have a fucking beer. <laughs> everyone that everyone that can handle it can, like, that's like, oh, I could really go for a beer right now. If somebody's at a bar is like, I can really go for a beer, I'm out of cash. I'm like, I'll buy you a beer. Damn, I bought dude, that guy a beer. This guy's only 27. I know. Yeah, some wisdom. <laughs> What's well, also it's like, you know, it's, but it's, you know, you carry yourself really well, man. When I was 27, I was like, you know, just getting out of homeless. You know, I was trying yeah. to get, figure myself out, man. It took well, me a long time. And it took me a long time too. I was going to Corky's way too much when I was 24. Have you ever yeah. been there? That's a it's a, it's a fun place That's when it's not a millennial packed. bar. I've been there a few times. <laughs> it's wild. I feel old. But now. I look young, so it's cool. But like when I go there, I'm like out of place. Like they play like some weird shit good charlotte I can't. <laughs> they I like don't. doing karaoke i'm like i do not know this song <laughs> yeah i, like I uh I, I don't uh i'm 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 inside by 9 p.m the latest you need to go there once i've Just been there stop been, and stay there for two beers. i've been there before i mean i've been to most of the bars that you've been to except the difference is that i go during the happy hour yes yeah because <laughs> you're smart with your when money it's, when it starts getting weirder and all the young kids show up i don't want nothing to do with that you, you like 16 yeah. bit I, I used to love that place. Yeah. It's gone now. I, I, I really wish it was still there. It's in Ohio City now. Uh, 25th Street. There's it's, a lot of homeless people that hang out in the front of it. Wait, is that that big, the big place now? The big place. huge. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we did go there. Yeah. But I liked the the 16-bit that was down here on, on, yeah. on Detroit. I used to really, my same thing. Like, my wife and I used to just walk down there. We would have a beer, like, just play pinball. You know, a lot of that was really fun. If it, you see that homeless lady over there by the old 16-bit, it's uh, she's a middle-aged uh middle-aged woman if you see her you'll see her with a cart give her some food she always she got mental illness but she's always hungry yeah so, by the way oh i i know who you mean because i do go up and down the trail a you lot. see she's like a park right next to chipotle and a little thing yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, on gordon in gordon square if you ever pass gordon square there is so so this was a problem i had working at the bar i was at um there was this homeless lady and she was a short black woman and it didn't matter if it was cold or hot she wore like a beanie and then she always had a jacket on. And every day she would come into the bar. Every day she would come into the bar. And she'd be like, can I get some fried chicken? And I'd be, and then I was like, I would talk to her. And the worker's like, don't talk to her. Just ignore her. She's crazy. I remember I went to my boss and I was like, well, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm still, I still want to talk to her. Like, no, it's, it's not with your time. You're not doing your job. And like, kind of like, you know, I was like 21, 22, and I was like, oh, man, I want to keep my job. So I'd be like, I'm sorry, we don't have any chicken. But I would be more nice to her than a lot of other people. They'd just be like, oh, whatever. And then the one day, someone got stabbed like six or seven blocks down. So this she comes in again, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have fried chicken. She was like, I just want to let you know that somebody, uh, somebody got stabbed over there, and there's danger over there. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And then she's like, you're welcome. And then she like walked back out. And then she immediately came back in. And she was also, do you have any fried chicken? And I was like, I love you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you're going to remember this, but you're great. And I was like, we do not have any fried chicken. I'm so sorry. See, so but that's you, dope, though. If you ever see that woman, she's awesome. Because I guess that used to be a chicken place. Like, they used to have fried chicken. At that bar? That corner yeah, bar? like before, like when it was open, like 10, 15 years ago. But she is a sweet lady. You, again, she's like mentally ill. 
but she's like seems like cool and people take advantage of that like they say there's a homeless guy that's been homeless for like 20 plus years they see a mental illness chick don't don't take advantage of that anger and shit i just don't understand that that concept you know yeah if you ever see her she's a really sweet woman she's just like you could tell she's like she's ill she's mentally ill she's just kind of walking around like doing like an old routine She's been on the freaking street for yeah. I don't know how many years. This is a dope ass interview. Like, right? We just cover everything. Like, hey, this, so this, we try to. This is like a dope podcast, man. Like, good. I'm glad you like it. I really do, man. I'm kind of thinking like about it. changing it to real talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like you red guys, table man. talk. Is that taken? Yeah, red table talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, not good. I'm glad. I mean, that, that's yeah, not entanglement. That's the point of it. You know, yeah, that's man. the the point of it is that to feel comfortable. I was so talking. nervous. I'm like, how am I gonna talk about all this stuff without feeling like weird? You know, and it just all came natural, man. Yeah, I'm glad. We we all we, even we figured like it's like not like, like we we're figuring it out too. We figure it out every time. Um, just you know, we're just. I mean, we're not like the robotic, like yeah. So this okay, moving yeah. on. And ain't gonna be like question one, question two, question three. No, that's cool. We're gonna yeah. ask you a question, and then Brian's gonna tell you about that time he fell down outside Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. No, ordering, if it's ordering not funny, up. oh well. Yeah, no, when he was the listener like it too, like oh shit, yeah. this is dope. Like yeah. this, it covers a lot. You're gonna hear some deep, deep stories. Maybe not. Maybe so. You know. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. a blend of everything. I mean, yeah. You'd be surprised some of the things. I mean, honestly, it's the best compliment we can get. Yeah. If someone's like, you know. I've never really told that story, or like you said, a couple of people have said that. Like I was really, really nervous, I was. and uh, you know, like oh, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're comfortable, and you seem like you have, and I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, if that's the case, chill, man. Yeah, you peed twice comfortably. That's a yeah. good. Yeah, times two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you clarified. Yeah, well, like, I have to text my wife like, "Hey, he's about to shit in here." <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy is you know like having that accent. It's like everybody's like, you know, time two is like, oh shit, you're gonna take a shit. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know English that well. So it's like, yeah. like, 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 I mean, like two times. <laughs> Not like a pee and a deuce, you know what I'm saying? You know what's so, funny about. Uh, it's like hitting, like hitting around the order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because uh, uh, my abuela, sometimes I catch her talking like Yoda. <laughs> She'll say the, the front of the sentence at the end and the yeah. back of the sentence in the front. <laughs> She'll be like, do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma does the same this. shit. Hey, it's the worst. Like, yeah. Spanish women are cool like you don't get me wrong but my grandma she's like the worst like with religion like we talked about earlier yeah that was instilled in her when she was a kid it's like you're going to hell if you do anything that's a paranoia make me wear the little cross and do all this and i'm like oh i'm like oh my god my abuela when i was a kid she uh we she we we watched or she watched us one time it was me and my two sisters i'm a middle middle child only boy and she's watching us and she had these marshmallows. Oh, her, by the way, you you know I, I'm gonna you're gonna know exactly what this house looks like. It was in like Chinatown on the east side. A couple, there's like a block or two where like a bunch of Hispanics live. <laughs> east 55th. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. so so uh, she had like once you walk in the house, it's just portraits, like little picture frames that are like like pictures and frames that are like like the Mother Mary, Jesus. Some are big, some are small. They're all over. Oh. There's crosses everywhere. Dude, that's my grandma. I know. And, I know the one you're talking about. And she had she in her refrigerator. She had this bag of marshmallows. And um, she had a bag of marshmallows. I was like, Abuela, can I have some marshmallows? I really like marshmallows. She's like, okay, Brian. And, and I start eating them, and she starts laughing. And I was like, 
Abuela, what's so funny? She goes, I suck on those. And I was like, spit them out. And she's like giggling, laughing. And I was like, Abuela, what the hell? And she's like, oh, you cursed. <laughs> and then she started. And I remember I had the strict talking to afterwards. They're like, you can't say hell in front of Abuela. Yeah, you can't. And I was like, she was just giving me fucking uh, mouth marshmallows. Used marshmallows? And you're in the wrong? Yeah. ABC marshmallows. Yeah, ABC. <laughs> so I, would, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm like, all right, yeah, fine. My what bad. Hell, Do you know what she fucking did? Yeah. <laughs> it was the only time I cursed in front. I've never done it again. Never That's cursed for my grandparents because of that. But I was like, but again, it's like the Catholic. I was like, wait, but is saying how worse than purposefully giving a child a marshmallow you just sucked on yeah. like a, like two days ago? Uh, I would say I'd say she's definitely in the fault. Yeah, I love. My yeah, mom. and quite frankly, I'll 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 post about it. Yeah, I'll take your side. <laughs> that's why. That's why I love. I love. Uh, I love that you're here and you're you get it because. Since I'm so white, sometimes like with people That's I don't funny. know, I will say things about Puerto Ricans. Don't like I'll say racist, and I'm like, oh, no. yeah. and then I'll call my abuela. <laughs> and she's like, oh Brian, how are you doing? I was like, oh okay, abuela. Say hi to my friend. She's like, hi, whatever. Uh, what are you doing? What do you need? I think it was was it Andre? Andre could not could not come to terms with you being half Puerto Rican. No. He just every 20 minutes during the interview, he'd come back like, so you're really Puerto Rican? <laughs> yeah. Andre One not. <laughs> One of your guests? Yeah, during it. For real? Yeah, yeah. is uh, Andre not from, uh, from Cleveland Sports. He was... Uh, he does uh, the, the Guardians games. Yeah. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. oh the white dude. He do out the first pitch. No, 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 he's, no, no. He's, a, he's, a, he's bald. He's like I, you'd know him if you saw him because he's always doing the, the, the games. But okay, he, he was yeah. on and he was just... And Brian made a comment about being like, you know, half Puerto Rican. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, like, we started talking about something else, like, 15 minutes earlier. He's like, really? Are you are you fucking with me? You're really Puerto Rican? He just kept coming back to it because he couldn't. He, he just, I think it was Andre. Just he couldn't grasp it. Other people, were, I know that's happened a couple of times. Everyone's like, yeah. Do what? you play baseball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I did. Well, no, I, I don't did. care. You're a hockey player. When, 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 Puerto, like, when, when Puerto Ricans like or care about it like when they're like no nah, you're not i'm like okay when black people say no i was like eh, it's okay when white people are like you're not fucking puerto rican i was like you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. don't you don't do that you've never done that you'll make jokes but we we talk about it. like we're good friends and you don't well not yeah a dick. but i think when you told me originally i was like sternick yeah super puerto rican yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, your last name's Sternick? Yeah. How is that Puerto Rican? It's not. I know. No. Oh, but it's Poland. Yeah. The Polish side of Puerto Rico. Yeah. The part by Finland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right by the. <laughs> right by the castles. <laughs> yeah. Over there where the Vikings lived. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking nowhere, dude. Yeah. Actually, the ghetto of San Juan is just a bunch of dumb Polacks going, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I told you we turned left. Uh, we should have turned right. Yeah. Uh, shit. They're gonna be hearing me giggle when this shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that dude's giggling. He's doesn't yeah. mind. I actually now I just kind of like because knowing now I kind of just like baiting goofy white people into it. That's like, well, Brian is Puerto Rican, and you can see, and they're like, Unco like what? You can see their thoughts. No, he's, is this a joke? I don't get it. Yeah. He's no. clearly not. <laughs> That's dope, man. You guys are. That's dope, though, man. But that's dope that you do comedy. You help the home. You kind of help the homeless too, though, kind of, right? I, I try to help. I, like I don't want to be like. I feel guilty when like someone says hey to me, and I didn't hear them well enough, and I'll be like, wait, they just said hey, I didn't say hey back. Ah, oh, fuck. And then I walk up all awkward, like, hey, hi, and they're like, wait, what? I was like, sorry, you said what's up. I didn't notice it. I noticed the last second. I feel guilty about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, 
That's dope. Like, I know every homeless person by first name, but that's just because, you know, what I do. But that's dope, though. That's why I actually like this question, but you guys yeah. are pretty chill, man. Now, I, I do want to ask another question because you got one, you got one uh, uh, like, van or bus with the showers, right? Yeah, one van. So are you looking on doing more or, like, what's the... Mm. Yeah, man, I'm trying to get, like, a truck, actually, like, a little, like, a Ford, like, a F-150. Yeah. So I'm trying to get an F-150 because gas is so expensive to fill up the fill up the bus, like, 400 bucks. Yeah. It's expensive. So I'm trying to get something smaller where when I do outreach, I can put everything in the back. Because I have a freaking Honda Element, which is not really good to do outreach in, even though you can have it like a camper. Yeah. But here's the homeless shit again. If I ever go homeless, I have a camper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Puerto Ricans love campers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so but then you, you're like, planning for the worst. Yeah. yeah. You're planning sure. for the so worst. I'm just trying to, you know, trying to, uh, trying to get that, you know, trying to get that off the ground. Yeah. A little F-150. But I would like to get another bus, but it's about like, you know, the Hood Squad 216 is under my name, right? Like, yeah. if it fails, it's on me. If it succeeds, it's on me. But we have volunteers and everything, which is, it becomes a community event, right? Yeah. But I don't want to have two bus and have to rely on somebody else to take it out, and then they mess it up, and then uh, now yeah. um, it's under my name insurance, and now my thing goes. Like, even though, you know, they say, oh, you know, like, my motto is each one teach one, right? That's, like, one of the logos on my on the Hood Squad. It's like, each one teach one. Yeah. So I want, if I did do it, I would have to run both buses. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it, it, that's the... Any type of expansion, positive or not, is, is going to be kind of like a, a double-edged sword is because, I mean, you can't just separate that. You can't be in two places at one time. Sure, so you are going to have to kind of relinquish control. You're going to have to make sure you have a – which I'm sure you have people that you can trust. But it's not even just people you can trust, but it's people you can trust that basically do what you're doing just the same time everywhere else too. It's it's difficult, and I think it's very – I think it's doable. I mean, because, again, you're what, 2021 is when this really started? You've – you guys have really, really done and grown and become very well known in a very short amount of time. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my food. question. It was like, w- w- so what do you, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not surprised if you don't want to look too far in the future, but where do you see the, the next year or two years? Or or is it just a day-to-day thing for you? I mean, what do you Yeah, what do you man, think? I take every day by yeah. itself. Like, because uh, I don't even know I'm going to be here in six months. Not saying I'm going to off myself off, like I'm not suicidal or anything, but like you never know what tomorrow comes. So, like I became, I come to my point in my life where I live at the moment because, like, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm gonna get that next week. I'm gonna do that next week. I just want to do that today because, like, with everything I've been through, I'm just, I'm just really, really thankful to be alive. Yeah. And just live for one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because tomorrow is never promised. But if I'm alive today, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make the best of it today. So that's hey. why every time I go out and do things for the Hood Squad, I always make sure that I do that shit like with one thousand percent of me in it. Yeah. I get that, especially, you know, kind of again with, you know, the moving around and some of the things you've gone through. I mean, it's not a surprising kind of mentality. It's not even wrong. You know, tomorrow's a gift. It's not a guarantee, sure. you know, so yeah. it's it's something you just got to roll with it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I You can make the argument that planning too far ahead is a problem. You can make the argument that not planning at all is a – I think it just varies by the person. Yeah, Whatever works for you. But, you know, that that's one of my pickup lines, though, like – where you see yourself in five years? 
<laughs> yeah. I don't even give a shit about five years. <laughs> you're, you're taking her out for tacos. <laughs> We're going to El Caso Mayo today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, is that so, how you know if the date's going to go well or yeah. not? You're just like, what's that? Well, maybe we'll try to get a table at Barrio. Yeah. Yeah. Barrio's yeah, great. Yeah. You like yeah. Barrio? That's yeah. how you know this date went to shit. You're like, nah, I'd cool. love to take you to Barrio. No, that's cool, man. I yeah. just, you know, that's why it's funny because when I talk about it, like, you know, I only call for today, but. I don't care yeah. what happened five so, years. So, Lisa, what are you doing in five years? What are you, <laughs> what are you doing in five years? Yeah. But uh, that's crazy. My mom's name is Lisa. Oh, no. That was, so, that was so weird. My brother tells, my brother tells <laughs> me I'm psychic. Luck. Her name's tattooed right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Clear as day. It's right there. In the it's right there, Brian. I see I didn't you see at my it. tattoo. We have told you about this. My abuela has told me, she said, Brian, you're psychic just like me. Yer culandero or whatever they call it. Yeah, like, so nah. the devil or some shit. But my abuela's like, yeah, uh, don't curse. But then she's like, I'm psychic. I was like, Catholics don't like psychics. Abuela. No. And she's like, yeah, that's why I don't say it to everyone. Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. Not hey, man. This is dope, man. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, uh, when Joe, uh, Joe hit me up, or he texted me, uh, and he's like, yeah, we're going to have... He showed me your Instagram. He's like, yeah, we're going to have him on. This should be a good interview. It should be very interesting. So, like, I mean, we... Like, Joe does mainly the the bookings. Like, he reaches out a lot. I reach out not as much. Usually if I know people, like, in entertainment or, like, I meet them, like, in, like, some other broader, you know, field next to mine or something. But uh, uh, we get we get guests based on if they have, like, cool things... Like, if they're doing something cool or unique or something we don't know about. And then we also kind of are just like, do they seem like a cool person? So. And a lot of times it's a, cool a crapshoot. Not going to lie. I mean, again. Not a lot. I, well, I, it, so, well, I mean, it, it's always a crapshoot because for the most part, with the exception maybe 10%, like like if he's, he knows someone or I know someone, we're meeting the people for the first time when they come on. That's cool, man. And yeah. uh, we got pretty lucky. Well, and I guess it's not terribly surprising. When you're doing something like you do. It's not terribly surprising that you're good with people or you're easy to talk yeah, to because cool. you have to be. Yeah. That's cool. I know? thought he thought I was like a music band. I'm <laughs> like, he texts me like, hey, man, I want to talk about your music band and your career. I'm like, hey, bro. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm not a music yeah. band. <laughs> no, he's got... like, hey, he's so cool. He was so cool. Hey, I'm texting three people at the same time. I'm I sorry. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's so smooth. And I'm like, I'm like, I just caught him up. I told, I told the board, I'm like, man, this guy is gonna be so cool, man. Yeah. It was, it was, it was equivalent to me, like texting Cindy, but I actually said, "What's up, Katie?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I really cool. was. Our guest on Thursday is who I was also oh simultaneously. Oh, that's texting. cool. That, that's cool. Man. All right, so da- David's gonna play a live song, Wonderwall. He's gonna do a yeah. cover. I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm like, he must think I'm like a band, but I'm like, yo, I'm happy that came on. Happy yeah. we could talk. I mean, we talk about you know personal stuff, but. Well, where can everyone find? Where can everyone contribute? Find your stuff. Where where can everyone kind of jump in if they can? Oh, let me get you guys the address. Give me one second. Sorry. That's okay. All right. So, my I have like a physical uh, drop off center, which is right here. And uh, you can edit that, right? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me get it. Well, I think about because like I like even myself like I always like kind of have clothes and stuff that I donate, but I usually just drop off at the Goodwill. But I'll happily take them to you. Yeah, take them. Yeah. So if you're trying to donate to the Hood Squad Two One Six, you can donate right here in Lakewood. It's called Octobers. Uh, my sister Jessica owns it. Is One Two Six One One Madison Avenue. So if you have anything, uh, anything, clothes, shoes, toiletries, 
food that's not expired um and anything uh towels soap shampoo conditioner if you have anything like that just laying around you want to donate it just bring it there just tell her it's for the hood squad two and six for her brother david she'll put it in the back i'll pick it up um if you want to check out what we do you can check out us on uh, the internet is the hood squad 216.com you can check us out there and check out oh, everything yeah, sorry the hood squad.com <laughs> i was i was following you and then i accidentally played a reel i made oh, <laughs> so you can follow us at the hood squad you can edit all that shit though right you're gonna edit i'm it. gonna keep that i like that oh, fuck you oh, damn. <laughs> because it really shows that as he's talking about where everyone can donate you're uh-huh. watching youtube well no no i was i was following because i didn't follow I was gonna follow right now, and you know when you swipe on Instagram, sometimes it just yeah. goes like. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna follow him back. Um. <laughs> Let me so, watch his video real quick, and then I'll check out Brian's page. And I'm then blocked. on the internet on Instagram, we have the Hood Squad Two One Six. You just find us. Um, we're private because we had a lot of like scam issues happening, mm. so we had to make it private. We had like thirteen point six k. I'm like, I half of it's from like being on the news. Half of it is like Indian people, so I'm like, yo, I gotta make it more where we know who's watching us and who's not. So. Yo, that's because when I followed you, I had to request it, and I was like, wow, I'm surprised it's not public, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like we have we had so many scammers. Like they're like, um, if you click here, we'll donate, but it was like a like if we would have clicked it, it would have like closed down our site. Yeah. So scammers are getting uh, smarter. So you know, we're thinking like, damn, he's really gonna donate. But damn, we're gonna get our Instagram shut down. Yeah. So that's why it's like private. So that's why we did the private thing. We're like, you know what? We're gonna be smarter than that. You know, let's keep it like more. So people that follow us now, it's like more family. Yeah. Scammers yeah. are getting way getting too smart. Super smart, you know. So we had to make that private. So. Someone scammed my dad. I added my dad as a friend. I was like, yeah. "You make a Facebook again?" He's like, "Nope." And I was like, "Damn it! I fell for it." Oh, someone scammed your dad? <laughs> yeah. No, I immediately deleted it. Oh, no, yeah. my dad's no, my dad's just like off the grid. Yeah. I'm gonna start sending your dad mess like messages like, "Hey, click this link. It's just gonna be to my bank account." Yeah. <laughs> Send twenty bucks. <laughs> that, that'll be dope. <laughs> yeah. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. Get a little scam going on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me cash in on that. <laughs> Hey, no, but you know this is dope. Like if you guys do like more nonprofits too, like talk to different nonprofits. Like we, this. you know, it's we talk to a lot of different types of people. We've talked to a lot of artists, musicians, whatever, uh, rappers, comics, restaurant owners, bar owners, entrepreneurs, influencers, models, whatever. Um, I actually have reached out to a couple, but some are, I've been, and I understand some have been reluctant. You know, like, I mean, anytime someone's like, let me listen to an episode, see if it's for us. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to hear from them again. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <you laughs> but I mean, I, I, I get it. it. But I mean, I actually have reached out to a couple and, you know, and I don't want to badger anybody. You know, if, when I have a back and forth, if I'm like, well, let me know if you're into it. And if they respond, great. If not, no big deal. But I, I, I understand it, but I we have reached out to some just to kind of the same thing. We want to talk about what they do because it's cool. I wanted to have the G in the background because I'm a G. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're gonna, I, wanted, I wanted to be like, I, I want to take a picture like this. You're going to get the same picture treatment that everyone gets. No, except no, we'll, we'll put a crown on top of the G as an emoji. <laughs> I'll put the little X's on my eyes like you guys did that one band. Oh, God. Yeah. Trend kill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do the X's on my eyes. <laughs> We're good. He, hey, he, he, I be knowing more about his damn page than him. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> 
You're oh, right. I had to think about that. I forgot. Yeah. They came on and like one of them left before I could take the photo, and he's like, "It's cool. I'll just Photoshop it." And he sent that. I was like, "This looks terrifying." Yeah. And then we posted it. <laughs> it looks dope, man. I'm excited for the follow-up. Pod- I-, I hope. I-, I hope if you ever start your own podcast, you're like, "Hey, can I borrow part of the, the guiltless name?" Or like, "Yeah," and it's just hood guiltless. <laughs> I'm on every now and then. And I was like, "Damn, I'm not Puerto Rican." No, <laughs> man. I like it. I mean, I don't know so much about me starting a podcast. I'm not as cool as you guys. I don't have, like, the cool mics or nothing like that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, you guys always have different topics. I would just talk about me being homeless or, you know. Well, you know, I mean, we. I (laughs) I mean, for us, like, I mean, the the reason ours works is because we lean on the guests, their stories, and their backgrounds. We can talk about that. If it was just me and Brian talking, fuck, I wouldn't listen. Hey. (laughs) It was. It works. You know, you know, to talk about that, like. I don't know if this is going to mean anything, though, but, like, if you guys ever get out of a breakup or something like that, never sleep with chicks. A lot of chicks, it still doesn't help. It makes it worse. It makes it so fucking worse. Because then once you're over it, yeah, I, that was, I, I dealt with that. There's no emotion involved, and once it's done, you're like, she's not even that pretty. Or not even saying that, or just, it, was it even worth it? Yeah, I don't think that was ever gonna be a problem for me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm if, saying if I lie. if I if my wife break because that's what will happen. If my wife breaks up with me, I'm not gonna have options. You, just, you might just, not even have the dogs. Oh, that'd be a fucking bummer. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I'd fight for. <laughs> One of them. All of a sudden, the guiltless podcast would be Brian and Carissa. Yeah. (laughs) And I'd just be in Roscoe. Damn, she took the podcast, too. Hey, man. If it's between that and Roscoe, I think I'm taking Roscoe. Yeah. Yeah, For sure, dude. This is dope, though, man. I'm, like, so in awe because, like, I like to, like, see, like, like this, like, this, like, family-oriented stuff, you know? Like, not in a million years, I think, like, some dude invited me to this basement. Not saying it's like no Ariel Castro stuff, yeah. but you know it's like really like good cool. Cleveland reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like it's like it's like really cool to like you know just be invited like just be like hey man you're cool dude I don't know you but I know you're doing good for the community and I want you to get I want to get you out there. Hey, that's yeah. what we like. It is. It that that's the. I mean, you're the first of its kind in terms of our guests. I mean, you, we don't know who else doing what you're doing. And that was the, the, the one reason that I, I found you. When I found you on that, I think it was a Fox 8 video yeah. when I came across you. Appreciate that. Man. And then I started searching and found it. I was like, oh, man, this would be... I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's probably got some cool stories and some cool thoughts and ambitions. I mean, and still kind of being relatively young in terms of the the uh, the, the Hood Squad itself. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that's great. You know, I mean, we talked to a lot of the... A lot of different people, some of them doing similar things, but you are very much a pure original for for us, man. We're we're, we're really glad you came. I'm really happy to get yeah. here. Man. Yeah, I really like that you guys want to help out too. Like, you know, especially like somebody like me, I don't get that every day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always like grinding for something. I'm you still got the struggle. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's still like I'm still grinding. I'm still grinding just to get somebody to be like, I'll donate twenty dollars for you. Like, yeah. I got to show all this stuff on Instagram. I got to put all these pictures on the internet. It's like I, I'm grinding for this because I want I want people to believe in the Hood Squad two and six much as I believe in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're like, why you didn't name your nonprofit like, uh, let's say Sunshine of Cleveland? Because that's not me, you know. I'm a product of the hood. I'm from the hood. So I'm going to give back to the hood. Yeah. I can't say I'm from Lakewood, you know. I'm from the hood, you know. Yeah. So no matter where I'm at, like, I'm a product of the ghetto. Mm-hmm. And I want and I want to uplift that. And I want it, I don't want, I want everybody to understand that there's, life is better. Yeah. You know. No. And, and you can make life better for others. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I want everybody to get, I don't, 
I want maybe one day that there's like a super low super percentage of homelessness. You know what I mean? I want everybody to understand maybe there's a couple of guys like me, even though I can get just talk to this one guy about this, you know? Yeah. Hey, that that's how that's how it gets done, man. That's how it gets done. You know, anyone that gets really, really super successful, there's a, a very big luck piece associated with that. A lot of people are grinding. You know, whether it's, you know, comedy, whether it's podcasting, whether it's, you know, helping out the community. It's it's a grind. If you want to make any any headway, you have to you gotta stay after it. You know, there's gonna be ups and downs. There's gonna be times where you're just like, I feel like I'm not making any progress. You just gotta push through. I mean that that's just the, the, the truth of it. And some it, it sucks watching when some people don't have to grind. Yeah, that's true. Like they get on a platter. It's a mental gymnastics, but all I know is that like, because I even have that. Like you know, like I'll be like, oh man, that person got booked. And they know the right people. They're not even funny. That's the thing. But, th- but then it's like, well, that's like, I, I I mean that's true, but it's not gonna help. Like me fixating on that's not gonna help me, um, like hone my craft. It's not gonna help me get to where someone else is. Only I can do that. This is a different interview too. Like, you know, when people hear it, they're gonna be like, man, this guy's just so normal. You know what I mean? It's like. I'm not like, oh, and this, and then that. You know, they can see me in a different aspect, too. Like, oh, this guy's freaking legit. He's not a CEO yeah. or founder that's like, hey, but yeah, the Hood Squad 216 was founded by me, and I'm going to do this. No, I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to lie to you about nothing. I'm going to just keep it real, because if I don't keep it real, then... What's the point? Well, yeah, why, why, why am I even doing this podcast when I'm being real, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what we try to do. Yeah, and honestly, like, that's these are the kind of podcasts that I listen to. I listen to a long-form discussion. I, if you see someone get interviewed in six minutes, you can't learn anything. Right. Honestly, I, I can't learn that much about you in two, two and a half hours, but I can learn a lot more. You know, like, like you just said, your, your, your personality starts coming out more. You get more comfortable. You start talking more personal stories. Sure. And then just more personal stories about things that aren't even related to you know, Hood 216. Yeah. Like you can, you can start expanding more on those types of things. And when people get comfortable, that's what they do. That's what I would do too. But For sure. Like, it's the same thing in any type of environment. The longer you get to talk to someone, the more you're going to get to know really them. In five minutes, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. If you're being interviewed for, like, a radio show in five minutes, you want to get out what you're doing. That's and, it. and that's it. And they're not maybe necessarily going to get to who you are, which Hood 216 is a piece of who you are. So that's what we did. That's dope, man. I appreciate Good. you guys for real. Well, that's it, this man. Again, I, man, I really appreciate you taking the time, uh, man. man. This was a lot of fun. You guys got any more questions, hit me up. Oh, we always will. Yeah, you know I mean, just, always. And again, if people if they overheard uh, uh, my very funny reel I put on Instagram yesterday, uh, if they overhear that from anything, they could like if they miss some information that that was overplaying for you, they could just message you about it for sure on Instagram yeah, or just, anything. Yeah. Hit yep. me up on Instagram. When anything. this goes out, we're gonna tag you. We'll put make sure that everyone can find yeah, you, sure. not just the interview, but everyone can find your stuff. That yeah, way, they sure. can help out if they can. Yeah, donate anything. You know, you know, you know. I'm not trying to be like sound weird, but if somebody donates, like no no homeless person is gonna wear a tie. So if you're gonna donate something, you know, please don't donate a tie. Or and I'm just being real, like yeah. I know it sounds funny, but like please don't donate yeah. shit. Yeah. We'll take a tie, but we don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I will take it. Don't get me wrong, I will take it, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to dish it out. You know, I don't want to say that I'm like ungrateful because I'm grateful yeah. for every donation, but like there are certain donations like. 
I can't give a homeless person a dartboard, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, look, he, he's so, laughing. I'm just saying, like, I just, there's certain things in your, you know, I just can't give If, out, if you're going to you donate know? a tie, also donate a nice white shirt. Yeah, yeah. Donate <laughs> or, you know, get maybe up. the entire yeah. thing. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. the pants and the suit up. coat. Yeah, yeah. 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 boom, there's the If you're going to donate something, donate something where Donate a dartboard. Before we get out of here, what is the weirdest donation you've ever got? Raymond noodles are really <laughs> Someone just bought a whole shit ton of Raymond, no, Raymond noodles? they were cooked. It was what? Cooked Raymond noodles. Someone, yeah, cooked, so someone I, donated cooked ramen? Yeah, and then they dropped it off at my sister's uh, thing. And then when I got it, it was already kind of like moldy. <laughs> I just picked it up Saturday, by the way. I picked up moldy Raymond noodles inside of a, of a box. So like someone was just donating it to your sister. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, so they put they put it in a box and then they 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 uh, taped it and then it said for the hood squad two and six open it a whole bunch of ramen noodles. <laughs> Some moldy ramen. Moldy ramen noodles. Well, ramen noodles. Sorry, oh, it's okay. Ah, uh, that's whatever. Ramen ramen. I knew what you meant. So I mean. Well, anyway, I, whoever I assume Josh donated that. Thank yeah. you so much, Josh. Thank you, thank you for that donation. The force is with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not <laughs> Brian what you got coming up uh, just the funny bus uh, I got shows um, going like my Instagram I usually post them on my story secret shows every uh, secret shows uh, different location every Saturday at 1130 uh, I need to buy tickets online secretsociety.com uh, leads you to the event right uh, we're selling out pretty much we're, we've had like a shit ton of sellouts every show's been selling out that's awesome so you're gonna need to buy a ticket online and you can't eat most of the time there's like three left a day of we had for the last one we did we had six left a day of and then the morning they were gone so it's awesome try to get try to schedule that a couple of weeks in advance in my opinion good and yeah we've been having big drop-ins from comedy central and jimmy fallon and uh <laughs> Instagram famous people and Jimmy Fallon comedy yeah yeah he came on Mark Norman was on oh I thought you were saying Jimmy hey, Fallon can I take was... a picture of you yeah oh yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> we've had that on the air. we've had some bomb drop-ins and we're we have a lot more planned that I want to say but I cannot so good awesome yeah definitely check out the Secret Society check out the Funny Bus I've done both they're both great. Definitely check out Hood 216. I'll tag, again, tag everyone in this uh, in this uh, episode when it airs. But uh, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. No, I really appreciate you guys inviting me, man. This is, like, a real dope experience, man. I hope I hope to be on here someday in the future to talk about what I've accomplished in the next year. Hey, always, yeah. well, always, like, repeat. Always love repeat. Definitely be here. Repeat. I'm totally, yeah, well, you're, you're totally going to come back. I'll be way day. more comfortable, too. Yeah, and we, we might do it because like, what I like, what I want, like I'll get a porta potty down here too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I might do it times three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe next time you come, maybe you're not alone. Maybe there's another guest that we all get to know. Yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah, or, good, or yeah. someone like Meg, you, and like someone, so another former guest, yeah, and we could all just what we've done in the past. Other. Like we've had former guests on, and then we just don't interview. We all just sit there and just bullshit because we've already interviewed, and everyone's a little bit more comfortable. That's dope. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it doesn't. You'll you'll probably get a text. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Thanks everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank buddy. You guys.